0: Where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is from under the dork tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Michael
1: Hugh Scarda. Jesus Christ, man! Fuck you! What? <laughs> That's your fucking name. I was going to compliment you that you've been doing a lot better at the the opening read. You I, I thought that up. was really good. You haven't messed up in a while, but you're also doxing me. <laughs> you give me give my believe whole it match.
0: that. How about that? I'll, ooh, whose <laughs> social security number is. Yeah.
1: Do you know my social security number? I know three numbers
0: of it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, how are you? How's how's your weekend? I wasn't in hanging, bro. My weekend
1: was okay. I okay. Guess. Anything eventful happen? I don't remember. But did it? Was there anything this weekend? You saw me this weekend. What happened? We're talking about Patrick Stump tonight <laughs> on to this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the Soul Punk episode. Finally, yeah, I we're here.
0: Fans have been eagerly awaiting. Mm-hmm. Not fans of the show, just fans <laughs> of Patrick Stump.
1: Uh, I, don't I don't think, think we have sh- yeah, fans of the show. I don't think Patrick Stump has a lot of fans. I think, f- I think... F- hey, I shred th- carefully, <laughs> buddy. This I, is I, cra- I, I'm friends with many of them on Instagram. Okay, Patrick Stump of Fallout Boy has a lot of fans, but Patrick Stump the Cell Artist I don't think has a lot of fans. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm re- I am mean, I, this is my favorite record of all time. Oh, you love it. Yeah, right? I love it, yes. I uh, I don't love it, but, you know... Well, agree to disagree. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. But you're yeah. good. How are you? Are you are you, you're good? Like mentally and physically? I mean, yeah, sure, bro. Okay. I don't know. I think we don't. We, we Why check... Are you trying to big time me right no, now? Oh cause... my god. See, this is how fucking insecure you are. Oh, I try to just okay. check in on you and like see how you are, and you're like, there must be Super like defensive. An... Oh my god.
0: What's up, buddy? How are <laughs> how are you? How's your
1: week been? It's Thursday in the the office studio. I don't remember. No, I don't you just remember work what's so happened. Like since I don't even know. Sure, it's like work related. I think it's just. Your like, brain
0: is just broken.
1: Yeah, I'm just stupid. Nothing's happened since <laughs> okay. then. Uh, okay, great.
0: Well, uh, thank you for such an easy segue. Uh, <laughs> well, as you fans know, we—I guess it would, I, I shouldn't even call them fans. Like listeners of the show, you're yes. not fans of us. Guests. We don't have fans. They're guests. They're our guests. Guess. Be our guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners of the show. Uh, this episode of From Under the Dork Tree: The Hiatus Years. Uh, we're gonna be covering the two thousand and eleven album by Patrick Stump called Soul Punk yep, uh, this is a great album. a lot of fans love it yeah it's my, it's the first step episode of Patrick becoming an international superstar.
1: My favorite thing about this album it's not of those fucking losers holding Patrick back. no Patrick unchained. yeah, it's just the star of the show, <laughs> and it's just the best you,
0: you can tell that Patrick's like charisma is finally like let loose <laughs> on this
1: album, oh boy. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll get into it. We love you, Patrick. We're just, yes, we do. We're having a little fun. Um, before we get into that, though, Mick, uh, have you heard, taken any kind of consumption of media into your life? What a weird way to say
1: that. <laughs> I, yeah, I have consumption. Um, <laughs> I've got consumption. Um, yeah, I've consumed some media. What you um, consume? So, like, on Sunday, uh, at my... I don't again, I don't want to... I'm going to try and tell this story... Without like too many details on personal life, I'd like to keep them separated. Why didn't you tell me at first? Don't (laughs) don't say your full name and your social security number on the podcast. (laughs) And I was at my place of employment, and someone, a kind of a patron who maybe had a a couple drinks, wasn't super inebriated, Mm -hmm. was having a sort of like light banter, and he said to like one of my coworkers, a friend of mine, he said he was like "fuck you," in kind of like a playing way. Okay, and I kind of in like a like an equally playing way, but also kind of just like enough to like easy there killer like don't like you know i can't give him back like don't say fuck you to him fuck you uh-huh and that was i could tell he was a little freaked out about it little, oh well, like you scared a man little little weasel of a man okay. i don't even know his name he's a little weasel little worm of a man okay <laughs> well, anyway i went back i went after i got off work i went out to another bar and then another bar and i saw him there uh, i was saying, the, the bar an industry guy or just like i think he is okay he definitely he definitely is i okay. know um I saw him at the bar, Gary Geist. This place I, I, I frequent pretty Downtown often. Downtown Las Vegas, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and he had had a couple more drinks, and oh, I think he man. was. I looked at him in his eyes, and I kind of like, "Hey, man, what's up?" I remember seeing you from earlier, and I could tell he was like a little embarrassed, and he was like, "Your friend's a, the c-word, uh, cunt or see, coward." See you next Tuesday. Oh,
0: okay, cunt. Okay.
1: And I was like, I don't. And I've been thinking about it nonstop, and I got into like a little banter with him or whatever. Now I'm going to get into like what I said. Okay, but it, like. He's this little I mean, he was
0: serious about your your coworker being a He's think, not like he did not like your coworker.
1: I No, I think he was embarrassed that I called him out cuz he was trying to big time someone. Okay. And I was like easy there killer, not don't do that. And so he was embarrassed, so he gets a little liquid confidence in him and he's like, "Well, now I got to prove that I can like talk shit to people or whatever." Oh, uh, okay. Um so if anyone can find this guy, I'm, <laughs> I think you can find, you know where he is. Well, I'm like blind with rage about this situation. Oh, okay. So I don't even want to, um, yeah, but if anyone, if, um, I've just been thinking about this guy and how much he pissed me off. <laughs> oh, really? So that's the media I've been consuming. <laughs> that's your media. And I, I don't want to go into the details about what we said to each other, but he was just Did you get like his face a little bit? Like yeah, no. Gergist? I threatened, I told him to kiss me on the lips and he did. Oh, okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. So you made up. Normal, yeah. Normal interaction for yeah. me at a bar. I mean, true yeah yeah. so there's that that's your media this week is you getting in some guy's face at a bar i didn't get into his face don't say that
0: It was not fucking you assaulted a man at a at a wine bar downtown i'm not in the ufc or a cop i don't just get in random fights all right okay well for cops it's not really random it's more so like you know they're why yeah they get like home and see their <laughs> <laughs> uh for all of our boys in blue uh we appreciate you listening and we're always back in the blue here at
1: uh under the door tree. So be our next t-shirt, back the blue. <laughs> yeah.
2: The
1: the thin blue line, the co- the cover of Take This to Your Grave. Have, have you ever, <laughs> Have you ever seen the thin yellow line
0: flag? No, I'm not. So that's I thought it was a joke until I saw one of those like cars like driving down the street with mm-hmm. like you know this the big ugly trucks with like four flags on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh there's like one where it's like a yellow line and apparently that yellow line is for and I I don't think this is. I'm not joking. It's for like asset protection, like of, like security guards at like Target and stuff.
1: <laughs> Michael Renee. shout out <laughs> the thin yellow line. There we go. Um, everyone has a has a line now. I, you know the like the red line is like like firefighters, which I do support first well, response. And that's the thing. It's like we've gotten out of control with everyone having a line. Like no one. We don't need a like a, a thin red line for firefighters. Everyone likes firefighters. That's There's true. no one out there going like I don't defund fire department you know like they don't need it what they should
0: do is they should take all the different color lines on a flag and put them on one flag
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's
0: what they should just run
1: and then a big pink triangle in the middle of it exactly um yeah so that's my media consumption just blind rage blind rage okay well my media consumption this week um there's a
0: game coming out uh tonight okay which is a thursday for friday release Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a game called Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, we've talked I'm about not, it before on this podcast. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to play it tonight as soon as I can. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be probably the best game of the year. Why are you doing this?
1: <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, I want to play this game. You, you, uh, I don't even know. Like you. Uh, what? I want to play this game. Your whole personality now is just like trying to like <laughs> razz me on this game. I don't even care. I don't yeah, care what you're don't fucking don't up in the, the game. T- <laughs> I'm Why? just
0: kidding. I'm kidding. You look. I know you're kidding. I want you to enjoy this game tonight. I I was gonna say like you know usually after we record we go out sometimes. I don't want to. I want sometimes. You to, I want you to go home and enjoy this game. I hope you like
1: it. I hope it's great. I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> What? We're both members of the proletariat class. (laughs) Uh And I like have something that like I like just merely something I'm looking forward to in life. Yeah. And you have made it your whole goal is just to like weaponize this against me and make fun of me for liking something. Well, I've weaponized it. It's probably going to break after like five minutes. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah.
1: Good joke. I'm kidding. (laughs) I didn't attack you for your bass playing. That's true. Not yet. Wait until you hear me play it. It's not going to sound good. Yeah, you're going to sound like old... Like Jack White, he doesn't even play bass. <laughs> I was going to say he doesn't play bass. He's trying to think of the first person I could think of that like, has guitar not like and Pete in their like Wentz or anything. You're like Eric Clapton in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Like political views. Uh-huh. Uh, Your hatred for the Middle East and gay people. <laughs> oh, God. Does he hate the Middle East and gay yeah. people? Okay, that's See, unworthy. and you're we've had conversations about Eric Clapton in the past, and you are so woefully ignorant to how bad of a person he is that you don't even want to... Lo- you I, love I Eric Clapton. I choose not to
0: look it up. Yeah. i'm
1: I'm separating the art from the artist you're a great ally (laughs) good ally over here thank you so much that's your new nickname eric the good ally but it's like in quotation so you can tell it's a fake (laughs) yeah it's only written down uh Okay, let's uh, all jokes aside. I'm
0: I'm done berating you about <laughs> Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think you are.
1: I am. I'm, you will never hear me talk about it again. This is my it's a this perpetual nightmare of <laughs> you come being here. being made fun of for things I like on a podcast and then having to talk about this horrible Patrick Stump record.
0: This is okay, well, it's not it's not the best record. It's not horrible.
1: Yeah. We'll
0: uh, give th- it it's it's propers. All right, all right. My my media this week is uh the I don't care. <laughs> The band. Wait, the band. you have more media? No, I didn't have. I don't want to play Tears. Like, I'm not going to play Tears of the Kingdom. So this you hit two media consumption. I get two. Now? You didn't have a single one.
1: Yours was just getting in some guy's face at a bar. In fairness, I did say a couple weeks ago that sometimes it is hard to have like a new media to yeah. always talk about. So it's now it, I was I was pushing for it being media consumption slash just kind of what's going on quarter.
0: Ooh, I like what's going on quarter. Yeah, that sounds the like a TV good. show.
1: What's going on? Yeah, it
0: sounds like a it <laughs> sounds like a good uh, little segue for us. Um, no, no. Uh, the the music I've been listening to this week, uh, the band The Hives has come mm-hmm. out with a song. Uh, they're making a comeback, so they have a, a new single out called uh, "Bogus Operandi." A uh, new video for it as well. It's a very good song, very good video. Uh, i made you watch it last week when you yep. we were recording. Did you Did you like it?
1: I want uh, to be. I disagree with you. You didn't make me watch it. When you say that you made me watch it, right? You didn't. We just had the opportunity to watch it together. Okay. Don't try and, don't again... Don't I didn't pull you kicking and screaming up to my TV to make you watch it. That's I want to watch it. I was going to watch it. We were talking, he said, have you seen it yet? I said, no, I told you it's on my radar, I just haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah. Did you like it?
1: I know about music before you do, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> nobody was saying that you didn't. I just want to make it very clear. Oh, okay. Well, I'm
0: glad that in your old age, you're still keep- keeping music yeah. like a teenager. I do a lot
1: of things like a teenager, all right? Okay. Yes, I enjoyed the music video. I enjoy it's the great. hives. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I loved it. Uh they okay. were just in LA. I guess they did like a secret show at wow. like some
0: Hollywood venue. We I missed out. Yeah, we could have been there.
1: Uh you said they think you you said that you think that they're gonna win a Grammy.
0: No, well, in the are you talking about the group chat? Yeah. So uh that's actually just a reference that so okay, listener. I told the the boys chat that I'm in, mixed a part of it uh Dance. i posted the video for the new hives video the new hive song mm-hmm. and i was like i'm going for the grammy this year which is a, a quote I've, i said that as a quote in the message uh that's actually a reference to the movie scott pilgrim saves the world mm. in which uh chris evans's character says i'm gonna go i'm going for the oscar this year which further back there's multiple layers to this okay but he he has that line because the guy from the Hives said hey what's up I'm going for the Grammy this year. To Chris Evans, the person. Okay. So, it's sort of like a three-layer reference that nobody
1: got, yeah. except maybe
0: Louis Fifth Beetle of
1: the mm-hmm. show. Uh, um, I took a a couple years ago, I took a comedy class. Yeah. And one of the first like notes they gave me <laughs> yeah. is when a joke is so elaborate that you have to spend 90 <laughs> seconds explaining why it's funny, yeah. that's like gold. Just run with that. Just keep that's doing some that. of the best humor that you can <laughs> right. ever. So good. I mean, you know, Monty Python, watch out over here. Hey. Eric Tillman's uh, comedic master. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. That's my my, my whole <laughs> thing for comedy. You're always selling that to your... You brought it up, motherfucker.
0: I wasn't trying to <laughs> present it to the show.
1: Because I didn't know it was a joke. I thought you were just saying... I thought you were being serious. And you are like, oh, the Hives are trying to win a Grammy? I was like, oh, okay. You know what?
0: They are trying to win a Grammy.
1: What if... I hope we reconvene here in... Six months time. Nine months? Sure. I think the next Grammys are. They're in February. I don't fucking know. I think they're in February. They're
0: not in February.
1: I'm always right about these kind of things. All so. right. And it also doesn't matter who gives a fuck. Yeah, Grammys don't mean anything. Yeah. Um, and I hope we we have a new best. What would they even win? Album of the year? Album of the year. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. Um Yeah. We like the hives. We do. We love the hives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope
0: nothing but the best for them. Yeah. And uh, this new album, hopefully there's a, uh, a U.S. tour with it, because I know they announced a European tour. Mm-hmm. Tur. Dirt. Dirt. Uh, so yeah. Hope they come to the US. And if they do, I'd like to go see them. You want to yeah. come with me?
1: Maybe they'll go into our Fallout Boy. Ooh, that beats fucking dope, dude. The it, hives and Fallout Boy. Maybe Patrick Stump will open for him. <laughs> and he'll play This City.
0: This city.
1: Um, okay. Well that's that's
0: enough for media that we've it's been we're 20 minutes deep into this episode. Oh my god. I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, hmm. <laughs> well when one, one of us is having fun. <laughs> um so corrections and omissions i know as i was recording i had made a bunch of mistakes last week so i'm going to address them now yeah. uh first one kinky boots uh i <laughs> kinky boots i'm wearing them right now no uh <laughs> i confused kinky boots with the play uh, hedwig and the angry inch which is a <laughs> don't say it. don't laugh it's an actual it's an actual you know play yeah yeah i know i believe you uh so i confused it with hedwig and the angry inch which uh
1: is the the musical about the thing a between trans- your legs, a the angry. Inch. Well, that's funny that you say that because
0: that's <laughs> what it's actually about. Is it
1: really? Yes. I've never seen it. Well, you know, I think I saw it once and I was not paying attention. Okay. Well, are you thinking of Hedwig from Harry Potter? Yeah. That's probably what you're thinking of. Is there a Hedwig?
0: Yeah, it's the owl. Oh, yeah. You uh, know, I'm a millennial. I love Harry Potter. I've got a Harry Potter tattoo. What's the name of
1: that, um, the big son of a bitch from Harry Potter?
0: A <laughs> uh, Hagrid? Hagrid. The, the big what- <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. I, I wish I would like to see like a. Like Gandalf, or, or not Gandalf, what's his name? Uh, Ganondorf. Not Ganondorf. The other one. Uh, Dumbledore. Jamariquai. Dumbledore. He's like, oh shit, <laughs> Hagrid, you're a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're a uh, big son of a bitch. Uh, also, another
1: correction. Turf. Uh, I'm not a turf. How dare you? No, I was saying Hedwig oh, is saying it to Ganondorf. Oh, that makes sense. Yes.
0: Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, they're not from Baltimore. They're actually from Columbus, Ohio.
1: Yeah, I knew that. When the more the more I was thinking about that, I was like, "They're not from fucking Baltimore." Yeah,
0: I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are our corrections. Um, I think we're all loosey. I think we're you're pretty loosey goosey right now, right? Are you loosey goosey? <laughs> what? I'm loosey goosey. Am I? You want to? <laughs> no, we're, I'm we're not done with with fucking loosey
1: goosey. How dare you? I didn't. I. What am I doing with my life? I have a 36 year old man sitting across the table from me asking, "You're pretty loosey goosey right now." <laughs> yeah. What a Jesus
0: Christ, dude. Hey man, I didn't I'm not the responsible for why you're sitting across from me. I guess I am. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, I'm just trying to find a way to segue into us going on break so I can get another drink. Yes. And then we could go into this fucking album.
1: Yes. Play your play your hive song that you love so much we'll Oh, play. that'll be like a little outro. Yeah. That's I was talking idea. I was talking about how um I like I like when we play a little like outro song. And I also don't like to tell Eric what the outro song is, so he has to just Scramble figure and figure it out. Yeah, he doesn't know how to use his computer. Did you see they put uh, Ice Spice in Street Fighter Six? I did see. that <laughs> <laughs> We might be wrong. I I hope th- we. Uh, okay, here's my potential correction. Okay, as we're going out to, to break. Yeah, we we were talking about how her career might be over in like a couple months. I think she's here to last. I mean, I don't. I wa- could, we can only hope that she's here to stay. I want to be on the right side of history, and I want to be like if Ice Spice is the best rapper who's ever lived. I don't want to be on record saying that her that she was going to be washed up in six weeks. I mean, honestly, I'm sure Ice Spice will last a lot longer than this fucking podcast will. So, that's true. Yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah. Let's. We're going to take a break. We'll refresh drinks. And on the other side of this song, you'll be you'll hear us talk about Patrick Stump and his only solo effort so far. Yeah. The, I'm going to go out on a limb and say his only solo effort. <laughs> Well, then you'll be on the wrong side of history when he's a multi-platinum artist. Oh, sorry. He did that one song for the animated Spider-Man show. Sorry. All right. We'll be back in a minute.
0: All right, and we're back. Yeah. How was that break, Mick? Did you enjoy that? I like it. you you ask me this
1: every time. How did I enjoy the break? Did you enjoy the break? (laughs) Yeah, I had a good break.
0: Good. Okay, I'm glad. We We had had a a little little
1: recess. You have a juice box and then, you know. Yeah, we had a lot of riveting conversation about soda. We love soda. Yeah. And money. We love soda and money here on the (laughs) From Under the Dork Tree
0: podcast. All right, so let's get into it then. So now we're going into the... Soul Soul Punk. Soul Punk. Finally. Uh, The 2011 solo effort by one Patrick Stump. I've heard of him. uh, Released October 18th, 2011. Yes, Produced by entirely Patrick Stump. Yes. Uh, There were no guest uh, producers on this, which I think should have been, um, (laughs) on the Island Def Jam label. Uh, Mick, so before we get into it. Uh, do you want to know the, the, the,
1: the scoring or the reviews for this album? What do you, I, did you I look saw, into it? I saw some. Yeah. Okay. But, but do you want to go into, if you want to go into some in particular? Yeah. So
0: currently, uh, it's got a Metacritic rating of 65 out of a hundred, which is respectable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, absolute punk, which is surprising. Absolute punk gave it a 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, AP gave it a four out of five. Uh, that's, uh, associated, not associated press. So that's yes. alternative press. <laughs> uh, Karang gave it a two out of five. Yes. They're Rolling buddies St- at current. Kar- they're usually like. Karang, yeah, is usually like to- nut hugging. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it a three point five out of five, and AV Club gave it a C.
1: Yeah, uh, so, so sort of like middling, but like still respectable. When it came out, reviews were generally favorable. There, were, I saw a couple places who gave it kind of below average, but yeah. they weren't in, like way below average. Right. People thought the record was uh, okay, okay to good. Do you think it was okay to good? Do you want to wait until we get to the end of it. <laughs> well, let's. So, when did you first hear about this? When when this when did this kind
0: of get on your radar? I think it was 2011 because I mean you know I was still a, a Fall Out Boy fan, so it might have been like maybe. I, I would say that, like, from my limited memory of it, I think I was very just sort limited. of like very very limited. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Patrick has a solo album. Let uh-huh. me listen to it. And I, well, so okay, it's called Coming Back to Me right now. Um, I'm a big fan of Lupe Fiasco, the rapper. Oh yeah. Um, and his album, I believe it was 2010 or 2009, The Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the songs on that album is produced by Patrick. Yeah, like Patrick did, I think it was Little Weapon, I want to say. Okay. Um, but if you ask me, like The Cool by Lupe Fiasco is like a nine out of ten, like hip hop album. Um, so that was kind of already on my, my record because this city was kind of, Promoted as a song with Lupe Fiasco, I don't remember it being just promoted by him, just by himself. Like it yes. was always the the
1: remix. Just a couple of Chicago boys doing Chicago their thing, boys. getting out in the street, the windy city, uh, Bulls and Bears. Is that a is that a Chicago thing? I mean, the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Bears yeah. are a thing. Well, that's like well, that's like Wall Street is Bulls and Bears. We talk. Well, about that's New like, York though. Yeah. Wall Street is New York.
0: Yes, well, uh, I know that. We did talk about that. Yes, Christ. Uh, I I think. Uh, if you asked me, mm-hmm. I think uh, Patrick should have reached out to a young up-and-coming Chicago rapper uh, by the name of Chief Keef. <laughs> should have been on this this album. But, Still chiefin. Yeah, she, <laughs> she young uh, Sosa would not be on this album. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was on my radar. I liked this city when I like I heard it. I never like went out of my way to buy this album. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was on my radar. I was just like, I don't think I, I was kind of just checked out. Okay. Of fallout Boy in general. All right, what about,
1: about you? I had n- no idea about this existing. Maybe like some, like, light conversation about it over the years. If we ever talk Probably about Fallout Boy, me. yeah, and yeah. Um, I will say, I guess this is the appropriate time to bring this up. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, our guest Gabby uh, showed me a collection of essays by a writer. I'm going to butcher his name, so I apologize in advance. Uh, Hanif. Abdur akib okay uh it's a book that she loves and she let me uh borrow and read some of this stuff from a collection of just essays about music and his relationship with music and Mm -hmm. growing up he is from columbus so he's close to the the chicago area and i wrote uh, i read a short story about uh him going to fallout boy shows and his relationship with this band okay and one of those talks about him going to see him solo Oh, like really? Patrick's—he uh, went to a solo Patrick show at like South by Southwest. Oh, weird. Um, okay. And I think that's probably the first time I really became aware of this. Okay. Um, so yeah, kind of. A, what does he talk about in that actual essay? Uh, really depressing stuff. Oh, <laughs> I, I, su- okay. I suggest reading it. Then. I suggest reading it. I'm gonna make Eric read it it's uh maybe we'll wait until you actually read it and then we'll decide if it's going to bum out our podcast to even talk about Okay. um but yeah the in this essay he highlights going to see him uh as a solo patrick as a solo artist at south by southwest really like really great well-written stuff um he was expecting him to do like acoustic versions of fallout boy songs right yeah and is on stage like frantically playing like six instruments at once yeah he's a multi instrumentalist yeah yeah. and it's it's really interesting so the short answer is yeah this this writer um wrote a short story kind of revolving around fallout boy and that was the first time i heard about this what's the book called uh give me two seconds it is called it's called uh they can't kill us until they kill us
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll. I'll. Ch- I know. Gabby wanted me to read that as well. Yes. So. Um. I'll, yeah. I'll. I'll go into that. That's actually a good segue before we actually go into Soul Punk. Uh. One of our listeners, uh, Juliet R C at uh Instagram, wrote us a really really lovely note about the uh the Panic of the Disco album. Okay. Uh. She one of our listeners from Argentina, which is actually it's funny because it's um Argentina is the second biggest demographic for us outside of the U.S. It's oh, even wow. more than like Europe. Hell yeah. Uh. So yeah. Thank you, Juliet uh For those kind words, and uh you know, hello to everybody in the city of books, yes. which is what uh, Buenos Aires is called.
1: Oh, the city of books. Yeah. I was wondering where the fuck you were going with that. I was like, why did you be randomly just? Well, you know, yeah. look, I want, I want to shout her out. What's her name? Say her name again. Uh, Juliet. Is Juliet. There... We want to give her a shout out. We appreciate Eric was gracious enough to send me a screenshot.
0: Yeah, it was it was a really nice message because
1: I don't get to control the social media. Yeah, you will never get the login information for Instagram. Yeah, so interesting. The city of books. The city of books. Nice. Yeah. So um, okay.
0: Well, let's get into it. Soul Punk. Uh, <laughs> this album. I don't. So I think the way we. I want to tackle this is we'll go over through the track by track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on how. You know, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot who has no yes. actual <laughs> no actual understanding of the record industry, but I was like, <laughs> oh, Patrick should have done this, this, and this mm-hmm. to make this like a successful solo effort. Um, and then maybe we'll go into that afterwards. But yeah, let's get into the track by track. So yeah uh track one is a song called explode uh we'll play a little bit of that for you guys right now uh mick do you like the song explode um i don't
1: yeah i uh uh it's fine yeah it's okay (laughs) it's hard to have an opinion on any of these songs We're being totally honest true um but we'll we'll get into that. What we'll kind of the issue? We'll get into what's good about this record and what's bad about a record about right. this record. Once Eric starts fucking playing a song, it's playing right now, bro. I couldn't hear it because I was talking.
0: A lot of like narrative storytelling in this album.
1: Yeah, a lot of. Let's go over the. You want to do the the, the general theme of the record? Yeah, go ahead. It's about just kind of how bad the world is, but just being optimistic while it's bad. I would say 75% of the record is about that. Yeah, I agree. Something bad is happening, uh, whether it be uh, political corruption, greed, Occupy Wall Street. It's Occupy Wall Street, dude. This um, is, yeah. And We're Patrick's, in the thick of the recession. Like yes. the, global, the global recession. And Patrick's just like, this sucks, but just keep on dancing, baby. Hey,
0: well... I will say this, like, hey, a very uh, based opinion, uh, Patrick. <laughs> Thank, hats off to you. I would not say you executed this really well, but um, yeah, I mean, hats off to you for even saying, like, putting this, like, as your solo effort, I would, if, if it were me, I'd be like, I'm going to make this as appealing as possible to as many people as possible. And Patrick's like, no, no, like, let's talk about this weird fucking terrible recession we're all going through.
1: It's a little doomed from the get-go because it's this yeah. pop record, but it's also about, like all this really serious like political stuff. And it's like, it's kind of hard to pull that off. Yeah. Well, that's my
0: biggest thing with this album is that it's like, I I would say the biggest thing holding Patrick back from this album being successful is the story writing or the the songwriting. Sorry. It's the, the song tone of like the music and everything. Like you're, you're trying to make a really generic, like pop dance hall, like dance, dance dancey beat. Yeah. But you're talking about like really depressing stuff. So like, the tone of which you're writing about and the
1: actual content is like it it's at odds with each other. Yeah. So, so it's very confusing. One of two things would have happened with this record. You're listening to the lyrics and you don't want to dance anymore because you're depressed. Mm-hmm. Or you're not listening to lyrics and then who gives a fuck? Because you're not listening to the lyrics at all, you're just listening to pop music, you know? So But and the and the thing is that it kind of it's very generic pop music where it's like it's not really like it doesn't really stand out, it's just sort of like radio mm-hmm. music. Um, Some, somewhere in, in LA right now Patrick is like furiously taking notes listening to this podcast like oh this is where this went I wrong. should have, I should this, have is, this is why I wasn't the next Michael Jackson hey look Patrick
0: we're here in Las Vegas I will give you our <laughs> contact info if you'd like to reach out we're at dorktreepod at gmail.com we will do this for 100k oh yeah 100k at least yeah I
1: would have done it for free yeah well I mean 100, edit, 100, edit that out edit it out <laughs> but, 100k um each yeah. We're going to be like, hey, Patrick, remember that record you guys wrote 20 years ago when you were like 18? More of that. Yeah. That's yeah. what we want to hear. <laughs> yeah, no. And so that's that's what I have here in my notes. Like, it's
0: underlined. Like, it's, you're going to continue to see this throughout the whole album. It's serious themes conflicting with, like, the pop instrumentation. It just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't mesh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Explode, it's very much like it's a cop. It's a cop story. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, let's get into the actual, there is a story being told in this song. It's about a cop named Tony. He's not like an on-the-street police, like, cop.
0: Bomb squad. He
1: works for the bomb squad, and it's his day before his retirement. (laughs) He's in the middle of getting a divorce, and he gets a call. (laughs) It's my last day on the force. He gets a call. There's a bomb in a basement, and he is trying to, you know, cut the wires, and he's got sweat running down his eyes you know his brow his sweaty sweaty eyeballs right and he's thinking about you know li- and patrick is likening this to kind of everyday life the stress that we feel um just kind of existing in our capitalist dystopian society yes. um so it got me thinking what this is you know this is kind of a famous uh, trope in pop culture this okay. it's, it's oh the day before i the day before i retire yeah like the gun. legal weapon yeah Danny Glover. and so i came i started looking at some uh examples of this okay probably the best and most famous example is the McBain movie that from you, the simpsons yes do you do you remember that his yeah his partner gets yeah, killed yeah that is the first episode of the Salazar. <laughs> Um and then The Last Action Hero. Are you aware this happens in The Last Action Hero? Have you ever seen The Last Action Hero? I've seen The Last Action Hero at least 10 times. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fuck me up the ass. Well, there you go. Um so yeah, the movie Have you ever seen The
0: Last Action Hero?
1: Uh I think I saw it once, but I do not remember anything about it. I had to watch Do you YouTube. know who the bad guy is?
0: Uh no. One Tywin Lannister. Oh, yes, I did Charles see Dance, that, yeah. yeah. Uh
1: <laughs> the main actor uh, in Please stop touching the mic. Oh my god. <laughs> You're just waiting. Uh, I was waiting. I I got in trouble for touching the mic too much last episode. So the first time I did it, we're a half hour in, and I touch it for the first time, and <laughs> I get scolded. You're walking all over my great bit. Oh, sorry. About, go ahead.
0: Go. Please go on.
1: Um. Yeah. The the boy who gets sucked into the movies in Last Action Hero, his cop his cop father died on his last day. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. That's. Oh, I didn't see asshole. This well, is why I asked you if you've seen it. Well, I don't. Uh, yeah. I guess it's a very. It's one of those things where you watch a movie,
0: like, on TBS, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll just keep watching this for, like, two hours yes.
1: now. The main boy, I don't remember his name, he's, like, kind of, he's without a father because his uh-huh. father died, and he's looking for some sort of, like... Father figure. Yeah, so he goes to Arnold Schwarzenegger action films, and then he gets, like, a magic ticket. Yes. I don't know. Sounds like Willy Wonka. He gets, sucked, he gets sucked into the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a... And then you also le a lethal, lethal, lethal weapon. Yeah. Uh, Danny um,
0: Glover's character is always like, you know, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's examples of that trope. Um, one more thing. I have two more things for this song I can go through pretty yeah. quickly. Uh, ZipRecruiter has the uh, average annual salaries for the bomb squad.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Between 27. 27- what a
0: strange thing for you to look
1: up. But go on. Um, I
0: wanna you know, know what? I wanna, no, it's interesting. I want to hear it now. I come up with good shit to you talk do. about this You do. Thank you so much.
1: Um, average annual salary for a bomb squad worker I guess was what you would call them between 20, 27000 oh dollars and forty thousand dollars. Are you fucking yeah. serious? I was kinda, I don't. I'm not sure. I believe that. That does I, not sound. right. I looked it up. A little. I I went to some other sites mm-hmm. and they all seem to kind of check out. I don't think really? that's true. I bet. I, I wonder. That just doesn't feel. Cops right. make a lot of money. Yeah. So They're, it's probably
0: t- that. I'm sure if you're on the bomb squad, you're making. Because I mean, like a beat cop will make like eighty k.
1: So yeah, the the bomb squad, it doesn't really feel like the uh the juice is worth the squeeze on that, <laughs> no, it's risking not. getting your balls blasted off every day.
0: <laughs> you ever watch The Hurt Locker? No. It's a movie about like a guy in like Iraq. Like in, in like, you know, the the
1: army. That'd explain why I didn't watch it. Yeah, well. I don't love your uh military propaganda films.
0: Okay. Well Dunkirk.
1: that's fine. <laughs> um the only other thing I have about this song is the sound. Uh-huh. that plays in the first five seconds of this song is unfucking listenable You want to play that real yeah, quick and right we'll on. both shut up? Uh, the very beginning, like the first kind of sounds are... Oh, this.
0: This whole production, like, I, I understand like Patrick's kind of
1: going for something, but... Yeah, it's not. It sounds like the fucking Exorcist. It sounds like the pig's being mulated or whatever, like... yeah. It's not good. I will say that 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 little five second snippet is mm-hmm. not reflective of the record. But the, there's a lot of it in the record. Yeah, the there's a, he does some interesting like pop stuff. It's maybe a little too interesting for pop music, right? Um, but that one, that first five seconds of this record is my least favorite part. It's for some something about it drives me crazy.
0: I get it. It's sort of like a like a nails on a chalkboard kind of thing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Or your it.
0: voice. Yeah. There you go. Alright, so you want to go into, do you have anything else for track one? You (laughs) piece of shit. I'm sorry. I I see that
1: one caught you off guard a little bit. (laughs) What? You don't like my voice? I like your voice. You have a very pretty voice. Thank you so much. Um, No, I don't have anything else on that song. Alright, next is the the only single, uh,
0: the only official single on this album, uh, This City. This Mm -hmm. is not the one with Lupe Fiasco, but we'll be uh, talking about them as if they are one. Uh, This City. What's it called? This City?
1: Oh, I've been saying it wrong. I've been saying this shitty song. <laughs>
0: this shitty. <laughs> it's very Michael Jackson.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a note I have written down. I'm not even gonna point out when this sounds like Michael Jackson. The whole thing sounds like Michael Jackson. This album
0: sounds more like Prince, but I know that he got a lot of like Michael Jackson comparisons. It, this album is Prince.
1: I would argue his vocal like cadence is a lot more like yeah. Michael. He tries to sing like Michael Jackson. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna consolidate. There are on the like extended version of this record. There are two versions. There's just the kind of Patrick solo version. Yeah, and then there's one with Lupe Fiasco. We're just gonna consolidate them because they're basically just the same song.
0: Yeah, that's what I fucking said before we play the music. Oh, did you really say that? (laughs) I was thinking about something else.
1: All right. Uh, so
0: I love the idea for this song. Um I love I I always love when like a a musician who's like an established music, musician mm-hmm. I've had too much makers mark I'm sorry. <laughs> uh I love when they talk about their city. I love when they talk like when Brandon Flowers sings a song about Las Vegas, I'm fucking all in. Oh yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. Um I think the songwriting as with every fucking song on this album is clumsy. It's not a very good mm-hmm. like it's a party song, or it's either a party song or it's a song about your city, but it's talked about like gangs and corruption. Yeah. And it's like, it just. They spend more time talking about what they don't like about Chicago than Thank what they you. do like. Exactly. <laughs> Talk about that fucking bean sculpture that everyone takes pictures
1: of. You know? Yeah. I have a list of, if you, I'll read real quick. I can, the list of Patrick's and Lupe's grievances about Chicago. Okay. Uh, Patrick's grievances drugs, gangs, corruption, pollution, unethical politicians, Lupe yeah. fiasco. Certain color people can't go certain places. Uh, bad education. Uh, the gentrification, gentrification, lowering property values. These are all individual things that kind of get named in this song. Right. Um. It's not a long song. It's like three and minutes, three and a half minutes long. There's yeah. not other than saying like, um, I love it here and I want to uh, live here. There's I was
0: born, and raised here. Yeah.
1: There's yeah. not a lot of like good things about this song. Yeah. Tell me what you like about Chicago. Yeah. Tell me about the bears. You know. Tell and me about a, a sh- nice
0: Chicago dog.
1: Uh, yeah. There you go. Those are my two favorite things. Yeah, I don't even
0: live in Chicago.
1: You know, I'm a massive Chicago Bears fan.
0: Oh yeah, you love the Bears. It's your favorite <laughs> team in the <laughs> NFC North. <laughs> oh, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers, bro?
1: He's playing for what, the Jets? Fallout Boy fans. I. We, it's time. I know you've been waiting for my thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers. Let's string. go. I'm not gonna talk about that.
0: You love Jay Cutler. You love uh him marrying that girl from
1: the OC. No,
0: it's the the. It's the TV show that's based Laguna on- Beach. Yes. yes, yeah.
1: Are they who still married? Ca-
0: who ca- fucking cares? Well, dude? there's
1: probably a little bit more intersection between um, Fallout Boy and Laguna Beach fans than there is uh, Fallout Boy and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's probably true. So, hey, if you want to hear us talk about Laguna Beach, I have an extensive understanding about that. Lag- hey, we're in the hiatus years. So we could do a whole episode on Laguna Beach if you want. Laguna Beach is a scripted
0: show, right? Yeah, it's like a reality show but it's really scripted. But
1: it's like it's but it's shot in a certain way that makes you think it's a reality. Yes, exactly. This is I really started to um quick. Okay, I will talk about Laguna we'll, Beach. We'll, we're going to talk about reality shows
0: in the next song, <laughs> so it's fine. Go ahead.
1: I want to I when it started to occur to me what was happening on Laguna Beach, look, I'm not naive. I know that all reality television is scripted to some extent. Yes. But when I I think I started to realize that like all of Laguna Beach is scripted but it's shot in a way to make you think it's reality television mm-hmm. it really started to like scare me lots of things in society scare me you're very easily scared ai yeah. i'm this close to like being like a tin shut in yeah like a tin 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 foil wearing uh,
0: this close weirder. you're already there buddy <laughs> yeah
1: i'm this close from going back i'm we <laughs> should be like we should honestly after this
0: podcast is over we should just be tin foil hat like truthers and just like off the grid <laughs> we all, we're going to we're going to move our uh, we're going to move our podcast to ham radio <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you want to listen to us, you have to be within the three block radius.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, this city. I mean, the song is fine. It's I get why it's the single. It's sort of catchy, but it's a clumsy song. And it it's like you said. It's it, you list off all these things that you hate about Chicago, but you don't talk about the good things about Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you like it's?
1: The songs are in the songs are in conflict always with this whole album. So yeah, it's yeah, it's again like I said earlier. It's like you're kind of he's trying to do too many things yeah it's a pop song and so you want to have a pop audience yeah but, like the lyrics are a little strange for like the pop audience audience and he doesn't really look like a pop star do you want to oh, talk about Patrick v-
0: looks like a pop star in in this era he definitely does i disagree i respectfully disagree he's dressed like janelle monet the entire <laughs> fucking time he is yeah do
1: we want to talk about the video there's not a lot to get into
0: in the video but yeah i mean yeah go, let's get into the video it's like um obviously it's patrick just sort of there's a lot of like smoke, like uh, yeah. the, all the smoke. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's doing vape tricks mm-hmm. in this fucking this video. It's not the best.
1: There's no story to the video. No, There's there nothing isn't. like there. It's really just, um, it's a very pop music video where it's just a bunch of like shots of like Patrick kind of dancing or standing cool walking or walking in the middle of the city. Yeah. Uh huh. Or like uh see C- like i don't know it was cgi it's not only really cgi where they make <laughs> yeah it's like after like it's some type of a vo- adobe program yeah where they're making like multiple versions of him like singing to himself oh, i hated that like uh-huh.
0: where it's like it's like rgb where it's like he's red green and blue yeah and but, it's just
1: like uh no hat
0: that's true because he got that feathered hair yeah thing going he, on.
1: he 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 the someone was like hey man you're not gonna if you're gonna be a pop star you can't have a hat on the yeah, entire time you can't be wearing a mosh hat you can't be wearing one of those i would argue that you could I and they should have. Yeah, would have been cool. Um
0: honestly and and we're, since we're going to go into the whole Lupe fiasco mm-hmm. verse as well, Lupe is fucking phoning it in. It, this verse is not uh-huh. good. It's it feels like he's just sort of like, "Alright, Patrick, you paid me for 30 seconds of a verse. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just breeze through this as fast as I can." Not great. It's not a good verse. Uh-huh. Especially if you're a Lupe fiasco fan, like it is not a it's not his best. Like you are. I am a Lou baby. You have fan. a bunch
1: of posters of him around your house. Yeah, right over there, right over there, with his
0: balls out. Yeah, him and food and liquor. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, like it's it's sort of a weak song. I'm not a big fan.
1: Yeah, uh, uh it's just pop music, and I, and I I love Patrick, and I respect his quest to make pop music. But it's uh, you, it's hard pop music. You got to be you. It's we'll, we'll get into it at the end. I mm-hmm. I feel like we should definitely get into it at the end. Like what
0: Patrick should have done. And what he could have done to make this sort of a successful album. Because mm-hmm. I honestly, I feel like when I'm going through this, it, it, it feels like either Patrick was like, hey, people from Def Jam do not give me any notes or or Def Jam just did not care. Yeah. And Def, Def, Jam, Def Jam was just like, yeah, make whatever you want. Here's uh-huh. some here's some money. Mm-hmm. Make this album. We're not going to give you any kind of input on it. Yeah.
1: You're our big rock band. Go ahead and make yeah. your solo record. Uh, I have one last note on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2018, the uh, National Hockey League team, the Vegas Golden Knights, hell yeah, uh, used this as like their theme to the playoffs. Like, I don't know if you, again, uh, I was there. Fallout Boy fans, maybe you don't. I'm not sure how many of them follow sports <laughs> religiously.
0: Zero uh, percent.
1: But sometimes when a team makes the playoffs, you have like kind of a, a rebranding for your playoffs. Like you have kind of a catchphrase or a, a song that is like your theme. Um, and this Patrick Stumps, this city was our theme. And I the only uh, you might ask why uh Patrick's hometown hockey team the Chicago Blackhawks did not use the song. Well, they didn't make the playoffs. Fuck the Blackhawks. They went 33-39-10. Um and I think they had the 7th worst record in the league that year.
0: Yeah, this is our uh, our inaugural year and we made it to the Stanley Cup Stanley Cup playoffs uh finals, yes. I should say. So um yeah. Better luck next
1: time, I guess. <laughs> To the Vegas Golden
0: Knights. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the next song. I'm gonna. St- I'm not gonna fade this in because I find that my notes rely on the beginning of this song, which is <laughs> fucking terrible.
1: So, I'm so you only play- listen to the first thirty seconds. Yeah, of Yeah. I'm gonna these play songs. it just right
0: from the start. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get into "Dance Miserable," track three. Yeah. And then I'll just skip to like the middle, so you guys get a little taste of the middle. All right, here. A lot of da da.
1: It almost sounds like a Fallout Boy song in a weird way. No,
0: I, I disagree. So, what my, so, the reason why I started from the beginning was because uh, my note was the intro sounds like the transition music of a Bravo reality show like like a real housewives <laughs> of like Beverly Hills or whatever. It's
1: a deep cut. <laughs>
0: but like I mean like that's yeah. what I think. I'm mm-hmm. just like, "Oh my god, this is something from like, you know, Real Housewives of LA." Mm-hmm. It's just very like generic like canned canned sound effects. Yeah. Not a fan of this song. Um do you mind if I kind of go into it? Like no, I and insist. Yeah, so okay, so for Dance Miserable, the messaging for this, and I'm going to keep saying this every fucking song because it relates the the messaging is so fucking weird. It's like, dance like you're disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, Patrick's trying to make like a big dancey pop song where it's like, who dances like they're disappointed? <laughs> he could have just changed it. Like, dance if you're disappointed would have been much better for the line. Like dance if you're disappointed like yeah. cuz we're all disappointed it's 2011 we're in a fucking global recession <laughs> but you don't dance like you're disappointed like that fucking uh that Lollapalooza episode of the Simpsons where everyone's just fucking <laughs> dancing all weird like um, that's what, that, that's the biggest the biggest uh hurdle that Patrick has to jump over like just make a pop song where people want to dance to it but like you don't you're not making the lyrics kind of go with the song yeah 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 so that's uh, that's my whole thing
1: yeah and i i agree if it doesn't make for great radio pop I will disagree I'm glad we disagree on this. I kind of in weirdly really into this song for okay. some reason. I like the idea that it's like it um it's like hey um everything sucks, but let's just be kind of optimistic and dance no like, he's not being because he's saying dance if you're disappointed I guess that makes
0: sense if yeah, we're all you know disappointed, like it's yeah dance. it's just
1: it's it's kind of like this like everything sucks but we're still dancing even though we know everything sucks okay I don't know I'm, i' I kind of I'm kind of into it. you know it. It reminds me of um, "Heartbreak Feels So Good" a little bit. It's like I did. You you say that like some of these songs did remind me of stuff from "So Much
0: for Stardust." Yeah,
1: um, that wasn't me. That was that was hitting me, the though. chair. I'm so sorry. Uh, also, Patrick getting very political at the beginning of this, this whole song. album is political for well, sure. Oh, overtly political. He says the right side's in the wrong and the left's just holding on. Hey bro. That's a whole fucking that's a whole fucking time. <laughs> He's not he you know, no bipartisanship from old Patrick Stump. He's a little leftist center, I'll give him that. <laughs> but yeah, uh again I have a list of reasons to dance uh that he lists in the song. Unemployment, uninsured, foreclosed, climate change, depressed. The decline of western civilization
0: i'm so glad that all those problems from 2011 were already fixed to <laughs> 2023 now you don't have to worry about any yeah. of that stuff anymore
1: yeah if you're listening to this on a, uh if you're in the the where do they put um in washington dc like they put all like the media that it's important uh do you know what i'm talking about no there's like a place in washington dc where every like kind of song or movie and they want to like um what's the name of this thing i don't know (laughs) come on i don't know uh it's like a like it's like a a library that oh the library of congress is that what you're talking about no not the library of or maybe it is a library yeah like everything is like sort of kept in the or the smithsonian
0: is that what you're talking about
1: yeah the smithsonian okay that's where our podcast is going the smithsonian i I mean clearly (laughs) um yeah so we disagree on that a little bit um he also another lyric from this song he says when the when did the punks stop being mad uh they penned love songs while while what we had, which I don't maybe <laughs> I'm not there,
0: sure. There's a lot of like songs where he does talk about like things like the hippies selling out and yeah. like you know trading pot for cocaine. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, the punk should be mad though. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm sure uh, they they were and Patrick is just <laughs> being an old man and saying why aren't the punk rockers any mad anymore? Well, yeah. Well, he's 27 recording. This. <laughs> okay, you want to go to the next song?
0: Yeah, let's go to the next song. So this is a uh, spotlight new regrets spotlight uh,
2: spotlight
0: um this was not an official single but it did have a music video oh did it yeah it did um i'll get into that if you have you not seen it i have not seen it okay we'll, we'll play a little bit of it right now and then we'll get into this afterwards
1: okay like,
2: You can
0: be your own spotlight very children's Disney soundtrack. I was, yeah, no. So, okay, if you haven't seen the video, um, the video... Which I haven't. You have not.
1: I have not. Have you, okay.
0: <laughs> hey, motherfucker, have you seen the video? No. Okay. Uh, so the video is essentially Patrick, like, kind of walking around, like, Chicago. mm mm-hmm. uh, But it's, like, a lot of... There's a lot of, like, snippets of, like, people doing, like, weird, like, viral things. Like... You remember, like, back in the day where people would, like, stack cups really fast and then <laughs> put them down? Oh, yeah. Uh, he has people that do that or, like, bike tricks or, like, pogo stick tricks. Uh-huh. And he's, like, Patrick, like, hanging out with those people and trying to do it as fast as they can, but he can't. <laughs> so it's sort of, like, it's... The video is sort of Patrick kind of capitalizing on, like, YouTube, like, viral, virality. Okay. Uh, and so I thought it was a really cute idea, and I I could see it happening again with, like, TikTok stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, TikTok people will, like, throw, like, cards and... You know, make really weird like trick shots, like dude, awesome yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Yes, <laughs> that's essentially what the whole video is. It's just Patrick watching people who do these weird things, and it's like, hey, like that's cool that you can do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to try it now as a normal person. I can't do it. I made a mistake. I did see the music video. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, now when you're describing it. I was like, I do, I do remember that. Well, I guess it just goes to show that the video wasn't that memorable for yeah. you. Remember um the Skrillex girl? No, that's when she was like she's stacking the cups, and she goes, "Oh my god!" Oh, I do remember <laughs> that. Yes, yes, that's where that girl came from. That's whatever I think of um, cup stacking. I think of Skrillex. Well, in this video, it's a little Asian kid. So I think it's a little Asian girl in the in the the, the Skrillex. I think it's oh okay maybe, but it's a boy in the video. Okay, well, agree to I, disagree. Yeah, I'm glad that's important. To, <laughs> yeah, um,
0: um, I want to make sure he's a man.
1: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, men uh it's a cute video
0: uh i could see this like i said being done with tiktok right now i don't hate the the vocals and the beat mm-hmm. um but again it's very it's very like generic it's very like honestly patrick you should have got like a, a guest producer to do at least like
1: half the album nothing about it stands out nothing stands out um it's it very it sounds like the early 2000s i feel like all these songs kind of yeah. have this like a black eyed peas song but like
0: not the black eyed peas, like, Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Unfortunate. Because we love
0: the Black Eyed Peas. No, we love Patrick stuff. We, <laughs> you love the Black Eyed Peas. You talk about them all the time. I, I don't. I don't. You're like, saying that I, I don't like the Black Eyed Peas. I'm saying that I hate the Black Eyed Peas. I am saying that you. You I'm about uh, to get you really mad.
1: <laughs> I I truly hate the Black Eyed Peas. Like I think they are like amongst like the worst. Have I do? We talked about this on the podcast. I know. Never... Do it. Go off, sis. I just think it fucking sucks, dude. It's so they were ba- so big for so long. Where is the love? Is like the most <laughs> fucking. People hurting, people dying, children farting, children crying. That fucking song, I hate that. How fucking. Because f- you hate people in need. I do. Okay. Wait, what? Oh, um, um uh, uh, Back to Patrick Stump. Uh, spotlight. Do you have anything else for Spotlight? Spotlight. spotlight. <laughs> uh, one of the lyrics in the song, he says, salad days are over. Uh, the meat is at the door. Salad days is obviously a Shakespearean reference. I thought it was a reference to Mac DeMarco. Uh no okay. dickhead. If anything, it's a sal- it's a reference to uh the last minor threat EP. Mm. Um I know he's probably not making a minor threat reference here. He might be. He's kind of punk. But he has to be aware of it. I mean, yeah, again, this is the fucking nerd who walked up to Pete Wentz and Joe Troman at a borders when they were talking about <laughs> neurosis. And yeah. so I we know that like Patrick is like a a punk person. Yes. So he already, he made a reference to the name of the record is soul punk. Uh, he talks about the punks not being mad anymore. He references salad days, which again, kind of first and foremost, I think is a Shakespearean reference. That is like where it comes from, but to, right. it's one of the more famous minor threat uh, songs and EPs. So I think it's just important to, like, there is a little bit of like, he's skirting around some like punk rock ideas and I'll tell you what happens again here in a couple songs. So yeah, I think, um, yeah,
0: I don't know. Spotlight, ah, it's not it's not great, but yeah. okay. Um, next is a song called "The Eye and Lie." Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start towards the middle. It's a, uh, it's probably one of the stronger songs on the album. I'd say
1: it's a little. Is this the horny one? Yes, it's the cheating one. Okay.
2: <laughs> Cheat. Bye.
1: This is a good song. Uh, I disagree. Okay,
0: so that was The Eye and Lie by Patrick Stump. My first note is Prince. This is a Prince song. Oh, yeah. Uh, now that you mention it. Full stop. This is a Prince song. A little twangly, kind of like in the in the, the background. Guitar, yeah, yeah, like it's... Okay. Uh, so once again, though, like the instrumentation and the, pro- the projection of this song is like a it's a Prince song. If you like, if you okay, listener, if you like the song or this album Soul Punk by Patrick Stump, go back, listen to uh, Sign of the Times by Prince. It is very much like a uh, an album that Prince made where it's very like uh, narrative driven. Like he, all the songs have like a narration. Like, they tell us a story, but it, it's done the right way, where you kind of take it seriously. In this song, it's once again like the songwriting kind of just fucks up the whole vibe like there's a there's a line where it's like if you're unfaithful put your hands in the air it's insane (laughs) like it's like when you when you're a musician you're saying like put your hands in the air you want the whole crowd to do that Mm -hmm. you don't start that by saying hey if you're unfaithful which makes people don't want to admit that they're unfaithful and and even then it's like a smaller portion of the audience it sounds like a dobert commercial yeah dobert
1: cartoon if you're unfaithful put your hands in the air I like, like i I want to stop you real quick co- I don't want to stop your momentum I'm, no, wait, wait, sh- <laughs> hey 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 shut the fuck up I w- <laughs> if
0: you're unfaithful with your hands in the air, like that's insane that you would even say like don't drag us down
1: with you, Patrick. <laughs> This, i wish we had an, a video version of this podcast <laughs> well
0: hey listener if you're on the ko-fi you want to give us some money you can give us some money towards uh you know buying a coffee and we'll pay for fucking well i'll pay for fucking
1: cameras make you, your crying you're, right now you're getting so worked i'm on so this episode. worked out you and okay so i want to paint a picture for our guest um for for some reason this record you you you're really just worked up about this. You have a lot to say. I do. Um more than like normal. Episodes. Because I'm drunk. <laughs> you also it's again, as we've talked about, in the what are we we said there's a new name for this the office studio? No. The okay. Jizz Barn or something like that? Oh the dream the cream factory. The cream factory. We're yes. in the cream factory right now. Yes. Um, it's very hot and you're wearing a shirt and you have massive pit stains. Wow. Fuck you. (laughs) This is a lie. Cause like listeners, he is not, he's not being truthful. I'm not sweating at all. He's not sweating at all. I'm lying. Um, and also you are holding your notebook and you're kind of like shaking it in the air while you're talking. You look like you're fucking, um, like, like a right-wing, like, uh, news... Return of the
0: Frog's gay!
1: <laughs> yeah, you like Alex Jones right now, just, like, screaming about this record. I'm loving it. I, I, I don't really see you get worked up about um, the music very often. I'm the one who's usually mad about something. Um, so I'm, I'm all for it. Look. <laughs> listen.
0: <laughs> Patrick, your fucking songwriting is really hamstringing your whole album. I'm trying to help you, all right? And look, this song... You can't say, "Hey, if you're unfaithful, put your hands in the air," mm-hmm. because one, no one's going to admit to that if they are unfaithful, and two, you're <laughs> going to you're ostracizing seventy percent of the audience. Just, just they say, throw your hands in the air. That's it. I'm doing also, like a Gen Z face right yeah, now. Like you're doing the 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 sheesh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, this is probably the best song on the album. Uh, I disagree. Um. Do you know we, we, uh, this song is not about cheating at all. What? If you're <laughs> unfaithful, put your hands in the air. That's so, not about cheating. So I was interested about this. I was like, did Patrick cheat on a wife, on a girlfriend? I looked it up. Um, it's a small cl- uh, snippet from a written interview. It's not even Patrick saying it, but, uh, he's saying basically that, that he is uh, likening the idea of cheating on, y- on, on your lover to uh selling out like you in this your art is like your your partner oh, and doing <laughs> okay go on keep going. but keep that's talking. it he doesn't really extrapolate on it a lot there's not a lot of detail but uh, uh, he says it's actually there's no this song is not about cheating oh uh, it's all. funny
0: because the lyrics say i'm a cheat <laughs> cheat cheat i'm a cheat <laughs> fuck you patrick i love you so much please don't like come on the show email us at, g- at Dortreepot at gmail.com we're happy to have you I'll buy you Del Taco. Mick
1: will give you a $3 discount on t-shirts. Yeah. Who do you think who do you think has the web address the web the email address gmail at gmail.com? Probably someone at Gmail, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably,
0: I would imagine.
1: <laughs> Old Tom Google. That's his real name. Do you like this song? No.
0: I like this song. Okay. It is very much a Prince song. Like it's, it's a lot of the songs, especially the next song, very heavily Prince influenced. So fans of Patrick Stump. And listeners of this show, and guests, and guests, if you want to listen to a good album that talks about things like this or uh, kind of narrative song telling, mm-hmm. songwriting, uh, listen to either Prince's uh, Third Eye Girl album or Prince's Sign of the Times. Uh, this is how you do it. This, I don't know, man. The fucking the songwriting is just like I'm not a songwriter. I'm I am a writer by trade. Mm-hmm. This is just poor songwriting it's like you work for prince or something <laughs> i wish bro bro i fucking wish i worked for the estate of prince did i tell you at the time when prince died <laughs> uh, no i spent the whole day in a in a private conference room just crying my eyes out i feel i'm sorry for laughing about that you should feel sorry you're a piece of
1: shit do you know where i was the day prince died you're probably
0: working in uh at atomic or something
1: i was at uh buba de Becco
0: <laughs> by
1: myself <laughs> berating waiters <laughs> Like James Corden Yes Like okay. um What's his name John Taffer I don't know who that is That's the bar rescue guy
0: <laughs> Um Do you ever uh, uh, you ever have anybody From bar rescue Come to any of your Places no. of work No I know he's been to A couple of Las Vegas places He's been to Champagnes Oh has it been Champagne Okay yeah, Champagnes
1: is the one I'm probably somewhere else
0: here You've been to Champagnes before Yeah I have
1: Okay And you you want to Fucking cry about it again I don't want to cry about anything You better watch out Because you are end up Like that fucking <laughs> guy At Gary G's Almost beat his ass I'll beat your ass too Eric <laughs> Please beat my ass. Well, we have to be filming it though, so we can put it on Instagram. We'll talk about. Um, oh my! Uh, we'll talk about uh, on the on a bonus episode uh, behind the paywall. We'll talk about this story that Eric keeps crying about because we yeah. had a bad night at Champagne's once. You had a bad night. I was fine. Uh, Alex Pietrangelo uh, banned for one game. What the oh fuck is shit! That? Sure All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was no iron. Do you have anything else for that? No. The song was pretty good. It's okay. You love
1: it. You just got done gushing it was about a it. Good song.
0: Uh, the next song, uh, track six, "Run Dry X" or I should say, "Cross Heart, Cross Fingers." I will play a little bit of that for you guys right now. Well, should you say that? I should say that. I'll say it right now. Okay.
1: Patrick, you've had way too much Malibu. I, th- I think you have a problem. You had too many Coronas, Patrick. Patrick, put down the Midori Sour.
0: Ooh, you're, I love the Midori. You're sour. out of control.
1: I love to imagine Patrick like talking about his like. I, said, uh, I had two nuts and berries. I looked it up. I don't think he ever had any serious alcohol abuse. Okay, but I think he like um was maybe drinking a little more than he liked um, during the hiatus years. I like to imagine him just like um this and little five six man just causing a <laughs> ruckus i like to imagine uh he's like at a hollywood like hotel party and people are doing lines of coke and uh uh-huh. and they're gonna <laughs> just... say a planet hollywood restaurant <laughs> and patrick's just like goes to like the like the bar is like i have a nuts and berries please Ooh, i love a nuts and berries. nuts and berries are delicious but i don't think i don't think having seven of them in a night means you have an issue so there was one night when i had maybe turned 21 or 22 mm-hmm.
0: And I had I moved in with somebody who you know. I do. Uh, He's been brought up several times. Several times. Uh, <laughs> we've subtweeted him many times on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved in with him. It was probably like my first week living with him. Mm-hmm. And we had a, another roommate who you also know. Yes. Um, <laughs> he took me out and I, he was like, oh, I love to drink Nuts and Berries. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. Uh-huh. If you love that drink and you want to drink more than. Um, so, listeners, uh, Nuts and Berries is uh, Frangelico Amaroto. Amaretto, and half and half. Yes. There is no liquor. It's all liqueur. (laughs) I had them, maybe like three or four of them, which is like three cups of half and half in one night. (laughs) Uh, I obviously got sick, and I threw up all over my carpet of this house that I just moved into. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I smelled that throw-up smell probably for the entire time I lived there. Yeah, because the AC didn't work at this house you were living at either. Fuck that place. (laughs) Fuck him. Anyways... um, Run Dry. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh Let me... Here, for my notes for Run Dry, very much a Prince song, especially in terms of the, the hidden track that's associated with this. Uh, this is an eight-minute song. After the pop song ends, it kind of goes into sort of an instrumental funk song. Yes. Um, I'm going to keep saying this. Once again, the lyrics kind of fall flat on their face. Like, you... Patrick really should have had uh, a songwriter in the studio with him to kind of give him notes. It, yeah. it, it's like, it's like blame it on the alcohol, but it's like a downer. It's a yeah. song about like, you're, you have a drinking problem, which, uh-huh. you know, it's not really a good pop song.
1: Yeah. You could have made this a lot more interesting. It's, it's just, it's not like, I need to get some help, but it's like, um, th- there's no real consequences. No. I, don't, I think it's, he's just kind of like, i does just dr- about like, you know, I, I pretend that I didn't,
0: I pretend I don't remember.
1: Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, so uh, yeah, just song about drinking too much. Um, I, I wanna I wanna talk about the name of the song real quick.
0: Okay, before you go into that, let me, let okay, me just, let me just. So, okay. so, sorry,
1: you have more to scream about. Yeah, Alex I do. I'm,
0: ready, I'm, ready to, I'm, I'm screaming. <laughs> okay, so part of the chorus is uh, I'm gonna take one more shot, then I'm quitting forever, mm-hmm. and that's he kind of repeats it, and that's sort of like a joke. He could have just changed it, like to make it more of a, like a party a pop song. he have been like, I'm I'm gonna take one more shot, then we're leaving together. That would have been so much easier. Like, It's not like a downer. It's like, you know, like, it, it
1: works more as like a pop radio song. Yeah, it really does. Thank you. That actually is, like, I'm to like,
0: take one more shot, then we'll leave it together. Oh,
1: my God. I thought Patrick just walked in the I room. Know. I know. I'm know. i so talented. <laughs> what it, can't
0: you do? It just falls on its fucking face, man. Like, that's the, this, it makes me mad. Like, I'm visibly
1: mad. You really tell, are, me, tell, the, tell the listener I'm, I'm mad. I'm chill. I'm chill AF right now, but Eric is fucking, freaking out. I'm fucking heated.
0: <laughs> I wanted Patrick to. I wanted Patrick to be successful, and I feel like he's working against himself here. And he probably mm-hmm. didn't get enough like backup from Island Def Jam, and it falls on its face. And it's it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, but I I have the same sentiment that I wish Patrick and um you know we, we've we've. Come to know and love these boys. Yes. I know how much Patrick loves invested. like Motown and R and B and and soul music. And I know he really wanted to have this career where he kind of proved it. Like I can be a pop star and I can write this gr- these great songs. And I wish he had been successful. Let me ask you this: Do you think Patrick even wanted to be successful as a pop star? I think he did. You think so? I really. I think he did. I think he wanted to be like a, like a think, solo artist. A I, don't he, solo I don't think he. I don't think he wanted to be like Kesha. Like he didn't want to be like that kind of pop artist where right. they're massive and they're like. You know, but I think he wanted to be like a really well-respected, like kind of soulful like musician. So and-
0: I was gonna say this towards the end, but I'll say this now. I feel like Patrick he went too heavy on the synth on the production of this album. And I feel like he kind of stripped it down to just like basic like analog instruments. Mm-hmm. He could have hopped in on that, like that Eli Paperboy read or that fits in the tantrums kind of like yeah, that's a good, that's a good that call. neo-soul sort of revival uh-huh. that was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. He could
1: have, if he had kind of like stuck in that little niche. He could have been much more popular. Yeah. We kind of said it earlier, but it's, I think it's important to reemphasize. There are no sounds on this record that don't come from him. Entirely, right, exactly. entirely produced yes. by him. All the synthesizers are done by him. There's no samples. Any instrumentation is done by him. This is 100% him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I was, like I was, I was going to say, like, how many artists out there who just, like, did it all by themselves? You know, even fucking Michael Jackson had Toto. That's true. He did have Toto. So, That's true. Like, yeah. The, you you have Shout to have a to Toto. You have to have a little bit of help. You know. You can't. You can't. No. No one does it all by themselves. Except for Brian Wilson, but I guess he also had uh, the band to help him play the music. And you know. Right. Yeah. I, I think um, I, I, we didn't really
0: talk about this towards the beginning before we got, actually got into the track by track. But like Patrick, like went into debt. Did you know about that? I like, did. Know, I did see that he yeah. went into debt to like hire musicians to kind of go on tour with him, and he was opening for. Uh, Janelle Monet and Bruno Mars. Yeah, which I feel like you should have had Bruno Mars on the fucking album. Yeah, or Janelle Monet. Like you could have had both of them as a guest. You know, people on the the album, and it would have been much, much bigger, much, much better. Yeah, we know like, we know Bruno Mars is at least a fan of Pete honestly you know what, which would have been great oh my god if like if they did if he had a song with Bruno Mars on this album and they for the for the the single promo pictures it would have been the Bruno Mars looking back at Patrick oh that would have been so good oh, oh my god I would have eaten that up yeah um, do you have anything else for a Run
1: drive? I did and then you cut me off I'm and so said sorry. that you had 10 more minutes to go <laughs> I'm but so it's like, up. Yeah, you know, I'm fine with that. This is normally, I think normally I'm the one who has a bunch of like kind of dumb things like tangents to go off of and you're the one like, what the fuck are you talking about? But this is you. This is you're the one going going fucking bananas hey, over thank this. Thank you, Maker's Mark, for,
0: for <laughs> getting me all heated. Do you want to, do you have anything else though? I do. Okay. Yes, go I do
1: want to say what I'm I, I want to say. say. So before you say <laughs> what you want to say.
0: You say what you want to say. I want to go and get the the, the later half of
1: this. When track. am I saying when do I Hey, shut the fuck up, alright? <laughs> is it I do I have to talk after or before when no, you say go on? No, no, go ahead. No, go on. I'm making I'm just making a joke. I don't really care. About, a, about this podcast. <laughs> um clearly. The name of this song is Run Dry X Hearts X Fingers. And then you're supposed to read it as Crossed Hearts Cross Fingers. Cross
0: my heart, cross my fingers.
1: But again, there's no way. That this guy who grew up in like punk rock cultures doesn't see the similarity of having a song about stopping drinking and having X's in it. Okay. I, I that it, straight edge. There's some yes, there might be some things that are like a little bit of a stretch here, and then maybe he's not intentionally um trying to make these punker references, but like I feel like it seeps he's it seeps into like little aspects of this record. Okay. Again, I don't think you can if you grew up in that subculture and you think about the idea of drinking and its relationship to the letter X. Right. I think it's it's hard to different. They're kind of in inherently inherently like tethered to each other. That's you, all I had to say. You've never been straight edge, have you? Never been straight edge. I um I was not straight edge because I knew I would eventually drink again. Yeah, and I didn't want to make that commitment. I had a lot of friends who were like who were like very uh, de- yeah, like know, devoutly straight edge. Did. Yeah, so I was like I'm not gonna I, I'm not that out of respect to them. I'm not gonna make that my brand. You're not get like a tattoo on your hand. No, and, I did not. But okay. I did not drink for like four years um between like 19 and like 23 I don't maybe think 22 ever, I don't think there was ever a time for me where I stopped drinking Yeah, <laughs> which you know goes to show that I'm cooler than you so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know um I can I can outdrink you any day of the week
0: Yeah, I'm not going to fucking am yeah, not even gonna fucking. Like, try, I'm not going to try to joke. All right, let's get the 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 later half of this song just so you guys get a little taste of it cuz it's it's very funky, it's very Prince so play a little bit right now. I'm dancing. Like that guitar, like that's fucking Prince. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, that rocks, man. Yeah,
0: no, Run Dry is not a bad song. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's a fine song. Yeah, a little cheese ball. Oh yeah, the whole che- album is fucking cheese ball. A little cheese ball. Whole album's a little cheese ball, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into track seven, Greed. Okay. I'll play a little bit of that phrase right now.
1: Who is this for? (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I... uh, I don't. I. 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 I don't have a lot to say about the composition of the song. I feel like it's just not very good. My. Uh, my notes were hashtag Occupy Wall Street. For <laughs> <the song. laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess that is. That's really what's what's going on here. Very based. Um. I mean, you set it up. Do you want to talk about old Gordon Gecko?
0: Yeah. So obviously, uh, fans of the show know that there's a lot of movie references in many Fallout Boy songs. Not so much on this album, uh, but obviously. Uh, when Patrick says, you know, all my Gordon Geckos are my Bernie Madoffs. Gordon Gecko is obviously a, uh, a reference to the Michael Douglas character from the yes. movie Mall Street. Wall, no, Mall Street. Wall <laughs> Mall Street. Rats. Ooh, Mall Rats. That's a good movie. <laughs> um, and Bernie Madoff, who is uh, the person responsible for the largest Ponzi scheme in history, is totaling for $64.8 billion. Yeah.
1: Do you know what the Ponzi scheme was?
0: Well, yeah, you always say like, "Hey, if you invest, I I can give you X amount of returns," and then you use those returns from new investors to pay off the original
1: investors. Okay, but do you? Uh, okay, maybe I'm. I know what a Ponzi scheme is. No asshole. That's what? not what I'm asking. What a Ponzi? But do you know like what specific? Like, is this like a famous like like case that we would know about? Yeah, no, maybe, no, no, I'm like... not in, maybe I'm not asking the right questions. No, no, the, the the I mean, I don't know the name
0: of it, but like, Bernie Madoff was like a. He was at one point, he was like the chairman of like the NASDAQ. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's like a really high up like investor, but he had just, he created probably some shell company who'd like to say like, hey, well, this is our investment firm. Give us money and we'll give you like 20% returns or something like that. And essentially what he's doing is he's paying those original investors with the new investors coming in. Uh, That's what a Ponzi scheme is. You essentially, you know. You pay off new investor or old investors with new investor money.
1: Again, not really the question that I'm asking. What are but you asking
0: the, me, motherfucker? I don't
1: know. Like, is there like, was be it like? I don't know what I'm asking you. Is this tethered to like? Is like, would I know the name of it? It's like, it's the the blank. No, Monty's it's not. Scheme. It's not like it's not like Enron. It's honestly yeah, that's not, you, that's a perfect example. Yeah, it's not like the Enron. No, no, like no. So the only way you would
0: know about it is like the Bernie Madoff. Like the way he says, like it's oh, okay. most or no, like his name
1: okay yeah i was just trying to tether it to something and i was like yeah just
0: tether it to bernie madoff like he, okay yeah and he also just died in prison
1: maybe a couple years ago yeah thanks for making me feel like a real fucking idiot because i didn't know you're welcome Mr. that's what Mr. i'm here for financial bros over here i'm
0: not a finance bro motherfucker
1: you're like you're I'm like, a crypto bro thank you so you're, much you're like the the white podcast guy who's like here's the secret you don't know about about becoming a millionaire overnight you have to make your money work for you what was the thing <laughs> you posted in the group chat was like uh they're called. It's the flow, like the river flows. Oh, <laughs> what was that, that you posted? It's just. Um, it's the kind of like. I am really into like cringe podcasting. I'm really. Into <laughs> yeah, that's l- why you're on this podcast. <laughs> I'm really into like cringe content in general. Uh, there's. I, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna shout out some Instagram. <laughs> yeah, face. please go ahead. Wet eggs is like this kind of like cringy kind of stuff i follow. Also fave tiktoks 420 and fave tiktoks 69. <laughs> I implore you, you have to follow these. They, it is basically just uh Gen Zers trying to like do like thirst trap tri- type material and just embarrassing themselves. Okay. Uh I love cringe. It's my yeah, I, I it's my most toxic trait. But it's just like this. It's like it, it's like, you know, i you see a lot of it online now. People making fun of podcasters because right. uh guess what there are too many assholes doing podcasts yeah there are way and none too of them mean. know how to do it uh, <laughs> um <laughs> but they're like this is you know it's like fi- like dudes you know about like if you don't have a lamborghini by the time you're 24 what are you doing right yeah it's the andrew tate effect a little bit yeah you're a huge fan of andrew tate right oh yeah i love andrew tate <laughs> no joke yeah yeah no hey, 100% aside. serious yeah
0: f- of course christ free
1: almighty. andrew tate <laughs> He's already free, bro. Who
0: fucking cares? We don't have to get into it. Yeah, we're Lock talking
1: that motherfucker up. We're talking about Patrick Stump's 2011 album Soul Punk.
0: Here we go. Do you have anything else for
1: greed? Uh, pop your white collars up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, kind of fun. It's pretty again, incredibly cornball, but it's kind of it's a very like uh of the times black collar crime. Pop your collar. Pop your white collars. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. Patrick's dialed in. He
0: knows that mm-hmm. uh the The justice system for the United States of America only benefits those rich, and people with white collar crimes get
1: off with a slap on the wrist. It's very true, man. This is a heavy episode. I know. Uh, oh yeah, Rivers we're, we're being so serious right now. <laughs> offshore accounts, tax havens, swing pools, and movie stars. This is another list. Patrick loves to kind of just like in in between like a like the the like the bridge of a song, just kind of right. list list things that he doesn't like. True. So do you have, you have an offshore account?
0: Oh yeah, I used to have one for uh, online gambling.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't.
0: I'm just joking. I knew people that did though. I've got, I, I can name names. Name the name and just edit it out. Uh, his name is Ronaldo. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, all right, next song, track eight. Everybody wants somebody. Let's get into that right now. I don't hate this song.
1: Nah, that's fine. My, oh, that's your input. My expert input. Thank you Eh, so much. There's a little horn part at the beginning. You want to play the little horn part at the beginning? Yeah, I didn't like the horn part. It's at like the very beginning. Is it the beginning? It's like,
0: as oh, this I hate this, dude. This is so 90s, like it's very
1: 90s. Yeah, um, yeah, the song, it's fine.
0: Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, my notes here for uh, this, because you can't, like, we'll part the kimono a little mm. bit. You came to my house way too early. I okay. was still listening to this, doing my notes. And you're like, oh, I'm here. And you didn't accommodate me. me. That's not what happened. That's what you said. Oh, my God. You, you, said, you said, I'm here, accommodate me. Uh, light comes at you fast. <sighs> and then, so I was writing, of my, writing my notes. I said, uh, lyrics in this are at least kind of normal. Uh, and the horn section uh, keeps the song from really shining. Because this song is very stripped down. There's not a lot of synth in this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I have no notes for this song. I like, for some reason, I, again, the song isn't like bad, but I was just, I was so bored, man. I'm so, yeah. like, even if the song isn't horrible, it's boring. It's boring. So, I thought this would be a great time to talk about Patrick Stump's Love Life.
0: Okay, please go into it.
1: So, I did a little research. I was able to find a couple uh, websites. Who uh, Whodatedwho.com. I found uh, one Patrick Stump's uh, profile, not the profile that he curated, curated by other users, other weirdos on the internet who are obsessed with who has dated who. So they have um, three people who have dated um, Patrick Stump in his lifetime, and I would love to go over that um, in excruciating detail. Um, From 2002 to 2005, he dated a girl named Anna. Uh, she's not a celebrity so she doesn't have a profile on this. She's just a normal girl okay. that he probably dated like in his college high school college ish years. Sure. Um and there's a girl named Vanessa Hawk. Um she either <laughs> is a Japanese singer-songwriter okay. or just a normal human being. There's a lot, I can't find, every picture I see of her is different. Sometimes it's like a very Japanese girl or like a white girl with black hair. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's very weird. <laughs>
1: um, but then the real meat and potatoes here. He dated this woman, Victoria Asher. Um, she was the keyboardist for, or maybe guitarist for Cobra Starship. Excuse oh. me, I apologize, Cobra Starship fandom out there for not knowing which key instrument she played. Okay. Um, but they dated for a couple years. Um, I went down her dating profile bullshit thing. Uh, she dated Patrick Stunt from 2006 to 2007. Okay. And then dated, gave, uh, Separato, uh From Cobra Starship. From Cobra Starship. They dated, apparently. Mm, okay. And then, the most recent... Supporta. Supporta these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> uh, the most recent relationship they have listed on this wonderful website. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas' own, Matthew Gray Goobler.
0: Who the fuck is that?
1: So, Matthew Gray Goobler is... He's on some fucking, like, a CSI-type show. Oh, no, he's been he's been to one of the restaurants you work at. Yeah, so uh again, another Las he Vegas You worked at, I should say. Oh, uh, he's he's been to every restaurant I've ever worked at. He's been to the yes. most recent one. Yes, he was oh. in he was in the restaurant I work at a week ago. Currently. Yeah, we know that guy. <laughs> we don't know him. Michael Grey Goobler is for if you're a Las Vegas native is like a C-level celebrity. Yeah, sure, yeah. Who um, is notorious for just getting around. He is... In, I've seen him a million times.
0: I've seen him at, at least a few times, and I'm not... I don't go out very often.
1: Yeah, I do not... I'm not exaggerating. Every restaurant I've ever worked at here, I've seen him at. Yeah. I've seen him at bars. I've had other people tell me, oh, guess who I saw? This, at?" and the other thing. Um, so, yeah, they dated. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. It, it crossed my mind for a split second. It's possible... That this um, Vanessa Asher could have been dating Matthew Gray Gloobler at a time and were at some place that I was at. Do you see where I'm getting at here? I see what you're saying, yeah. And I could have been in the same room as someone who dated Patrick Stump. Oh my god. Um, you're so lucky. <laughs> I wish I had known. I would have asked her. I would have asked her an autograph and then followed her home. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't follow her home. But I would be asking a bunch of questions. Tell about me Patrick. about Patrick Stump's penis. What's his butt look like? probably cute probably
0: got Maybe. a flat ass yeah no i don't know you think he's got a wagon i wouldn't say that pat has pat has a wagon but he's probably got <laughs> like you know it's like a reasonable donk what's his nationality patrick swedish as fuck
1: probably <laughs> he looks swedish because he has got well, his, his
0: last name is stump but like originally it's s-t-u-m-p-h mm-hmm. so it's probably like bavarian or like swedish okay
1: bulgarian something like that yeah um but ultimately, he's been married to Alyssa Yao.
0: Yes, yes.
1: They've been married for... I think they've been dating for like 16 years now or something like that. Um, they have two kids together. And uh, Do you know the names of the kids? I do. Declan and Antero. Ew, gross. They're both like Greek names or some bullshit. Yes, uh, Patrick's Greek lineage. Um but I do want to, I want to call out, you know, so we have a relationship with the Fallout Boy fandom. Yes, we do. We love you guys.
0: Yes, and some of you love
1: us. No, they all love us. Okay, you all love going But I'm going to call them out for a second. Okay. There are so many fake Instagram and Twitter accounts for Patrick Stump's wife. Oh, uh, are there? A lot of them are like role play. Well, there's a lot of role
0: play tw- Instagrams. Yeah, it's
1: like, it's just people like, oh, Patrick and I did this today. I'm so happy that my mm. husband did this. <laughs> it's like. I hey,
0: easy, buddy. We a lot of our a lot of our Instagram
1: <laughs> presence are role play accounts. You gotta just be easy. Yes, I suggest that if you're making a fake account for Patrick's wife and role playing with Patrick on Twitter.com, stop. That is my suggestion to you. <laughs> Eric's gonna Eric's gonna, I'm gonna edit this that. out. Yes, sorry, we're gonna be bleeding listeners. Sorry, fellout. Fa- sorry, fell out, boy. Fell out boy fandom. Um, that's that's all I got on. Uh what's the name of this Everybody boring, wants somebody. <laughs> boring ass song? <laughs> Alright,
0: let's get into the next track. That's track number nine, Alley. Okay. Play a little bit for you guys right now. This song isn't that bad. No, it's actually pretty good. Because it's not synth fucking walking all over it, that's why. Yeah. It's like an actual it's an actual soul song. Yeah, you you,
1: you 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 nailed it earlier. Like just it sounds like instruments playing music. Yes, <laughs> it's so poignant of me to, <laughs> to point
0: out.
1: Although sexual Patrick is a little hard to take seriously, he's I'm a like, sexual being, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I can tolerate it to an extent when I know that uh, Pete is writing the lyrics and Patrick is just singing them, right? But when I know that these are like Patrick's horny feelings, I'm like, well, hmm. this is. A, do you, so,
0: do you want? Do you have the the background of the song?
1: I do not. So this is actually about an encounter he
0: had when he was like 15. Who? Um and it was sort of like he the whole point of this song is that at the time he had rebuffed this girl who was sort of like making moves on him. Okay. And sort of like him now as an adult, like as a more sexual person, he's like I don't know if if I were to go back to that time I would not be able to say like no. Okay. That's the whole that's the whole gist of this song. Okay. How do you feel? It? Do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird thing to write a song about. Well, I guess. Yeah, but he's probably fucking. You know, he's not. He's either he's going to write about fucking Occupy Wall Street again. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is.
1: It's extremely political or just bonk material.
0: You know, I love bonk material.
1: I know there's a line. I don't have it written down, but he says something about like I met you Andrew's on house. Uh, Andrew's yes. house.
0: It's not Andy Hurley.
1: Yeah, a lot of people really want to think right. it's, that he references Andy, um, including me. Mm-hmm. I wish. <laughs> You love Andy Hurley. Okay. I actually have a suggestion on how to make this record better. Um, instead of Patrick uh, playing all the instruments okay. and writing all the words, he should bring in Pete Wentz, Joe Truman, and Andy <laughs> Hurley to help play the instruments, and Pete should write the words. <laughs> and look, he can kind hey, of take the lead on like writing the music. Look, you're having a little ha-ha, but
0: honestly, yeah. It's a pretty good idea.
1: Yeah. There's a reason it works. There's yeah. a reason centuries sold... Forty billion. billion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, did you really like our, our panic episode? That was a really good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. I think we did really
1: good. Do you want to stop and talk about this episode real quick? No, I think we're doing really
0: bad right now.
1: <laughs> we got it. We got criticism because for saying that the episode was good last week because you stopped and you're like, "This is a good episode." Hey, no, I I know when we got the magic. I know we do not have it this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't
0: say it. this is a good episode. Yeah, it's all right. All right. Uh, the next song. Do you have anything else for Allie? I don't. Okay. Uh, next song is going to be Coast, It's Gonna Get Better by
1: Patrick Stump. Mm-hmm. He's not talking about the record. <laughs> yeah, I'm coasting on this episode. No, it, no it, the episode, it doesn't get better. Yeah, oh, well.
0: <laughs> 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 we get to the last song of the, the song, really. <laughs> the last song of the album, really. Yes.
1: This song isn't bad, though a little bit more like uh like a a song instead of like a weird kind of amalgamy of of electronic sounds yeah he actually is playing the instruments yeah a little like kind of jazz guitar thing going on there yeah yeah it's some great song best song i've ever heard in my entire life coast has a good chorus
0: uh i don't think the The verses are really strong, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which I don't think are strong with any fucking song on this album. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay.
1: You want to play the very first couple seconds of this? That's that's my favorite part of the song.
0: Okay. We'll go right into Coast from the Beginning.
1: Did you fade in? I did. I can't hear the very first couple seconds of you fade in. (laughs) This right now. Do you want? (laughs) No, it's like literally like the first second, like a couple seconds. All right.
0: All right. A little a little chip tune.
1: Yeah, there you go. A little chip tune part's kind of. You fun. love chip tune. <laughs> hey, shout outs to the guy who
0: did our intro uh, chip tune uh, covers on uh, Fiverr. Oh yeah, did we
1: ever give him a proper shout out?
0: I put his name in the show notes. He did not care. <laughs> he was like, I don't care. Yeah, he's been
1: listening to every episode. He's yeah. listening to ten episodes waiting hey, for.
0: us Hey, uh, po? Uh, I know you're from the Shh. Philippines. I am also Filipino. Mick is also Filipino. Yep.
1: Uh hundred percent.
0: Yeah, you are. Two um, Pinoy boys from <laughs> Las Vegas Nevada. The new name of the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Um uh t- one line from the song too old to be hopeful, too young to be bitter. He's 27 years old. It was when, when he does this, he's 27. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, I also I kind of put that down like kind of kind of condescending you and everything in this house to be 27 again. <laughs> easily Jesus this is a again this is a dark episode we went to some really dark places on this episode yeah do you have anything you want to say about this last song no <laughs> we're covered in sweat <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm drunk mix not drunk I had a great time yeah, did you? Do you have any like kind of final thought you want to give?
0: Do you want to go? In, well, the last song is the bonus track for this city, but we already kind of covered that. Yeah, we are. Yeah.
1: So no, not <laughs> really. Do you want to give any kind of like?
0: Let's get it. Let, let, okay, wait. Let's say what you're gonna say.
1: No. Let's let's get you. Let's
0: let's let's get you on break. All right. Let's go. Let's take a little break, mm-hmm. and then we'll actually go over the, uh, what went wrong, what went right with this album, mm-hmm. uh, what Patrick
1: could have done and the final sections we're done we're done with the the track by track yeah we'll talk about it on the other end let's as we go out on break let's play run dry because i think you have a drinking problem and i think you need to stop drinking get so when we come back eric will- i don't have a drinking problem you have a
0: drinking problem so- <laughs> i have a smoking
1: problem <laughs> um so we're gonna get eric a tall glass of water we're going to reset. I make some
0: more makers mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll add force, water and then more makers. And on the back end of this we're we're going to we'll give some thoughts about this record and have maybe some other like bonus stuff that we'll get into.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, see you on the other side. Goodbye.
0: And we're back. <laughs> What's up fam? <laughs> how are you doing i'm good how was your break did it you was en- good mm-hmm. did you enjoy the break
1: yeah it was very fruitful
0: yeah we had fruity drinks yeah
1: <laughs> it was like a hawaiian punch with some rum i was using fruit as a metaphor for being like rewarding but yeah fruitful. we we also we also did have uh some fruity drinks yeah did you like it yeah they're tasty yeah you're w- welcome w- do you want to talk about what you drank uh what i didn't drink because carly took it away from me <laughs> No, you you drink your Coke Zero.
0: I had a Coke Zero after my my fruit punch and rum was taken away
1: from me. <laughs> We've had a lot of conversation during the break about don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of conversation during the break about soda. You yeah, you always bring it up. You bring it up. Asshole. You talk about sodies. You love talking about sodies. I don't know. Whenever I'm around a soda, I'm just like, I can't believe there's a soda around. I can't believe it's not soda. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how are you? what's What's going on,
0: Patrick Stump? Soul Punk. We finished the track by track. Yeah, let's get into what went wrong, what went right, what Patrick could have done to be more successful, probably. Uh, what was holding him back? Okay. Uh, but before we go into that, Mick, what's your your what's your how many mix out of ten would you give this album? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh four out of ten yeah, probably it's a
0: four i think i yeah i'm right there with you i think i wouldn't give it a five which is like a middle of the road there were a lot of times while i was listening to this that i was like stopping myself from skipping
1: to the next track yeah i want to I, I respect and appreciate uh the craftsmanship that goes into this record i know he put a lot into it a lot um, of his own personal money yeah it's i don't think any part of this record is insincere Yeah. So if you like, if you on paper told me that Patrick Stump is going to write a record, really, it's politically driven, sincere. He does everything. He kind of pours his heart into it. Um, I would be like, oh, that's probably going to be pretty good. And then kind of what we got is a little bit just, um, just not not incredibly interesting. Unfortunately. So what do you think went wrong?
0: If you had to put like a, a name to the face of what went wrong on this album, what went wrong?
1: I think Patrick's idea of what a pop star could be is where he failed. I think he thought that if he just kind of put out these pop songs and they're catchy, which they are, the songs are, are, are catchy. He thought that they would, they would, yeah, they would just, they would, they would uh, rise to the top. And I think he underestimated how hard it is to uh, to craft a, a pop a pop a pop song, or to like crack into an already oversaturated pop market. Yeah, where if you're not like uh, on, if you're not like a, and this is 2011. Yeah, if you're not like a, a radio hit, um, if you're not like a a a, a summer anthem, it's kind of hard to do.
0: Yeah, I think that he he probably thought that he had all the pieces to make a good pop song. And he thought that if he just put them together, you're sort of guaranteed a, uh, a hit. Yeah. And I just don't think he kind of accomplished on that. I feel like it, it really, I, I've been saying this the whole episode, like he, he should have had more, there there was not enough cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Like he, he kind of took this all on his own shoulders and he kind of put together an album that he thought was like a, a good pop album. And he was like, no, you should have really had maybe a couple extra songwriters in there, a couple guest producers, Mm. Um, maybe someone to tell you, like, hey, probably a a party song about cheating is probably not the best
1: song (laughs) to kind of be a hit, you know? Yeah. He needed what this podcast needs, someone to say, this sucks, do better. (laughs) Yeah, like I tell you every time you talk. (laughs) Um, what, what do, you, do you have any closing thoughts for this record? Because I have one more, one more kind of segment I want to present you with. Okay, well, okay. So closing thoughts.
0: In, in my, if if it were me, I was my whole idea was like for this episode was like if I were Patrick at the time, what would I? Well, who would I call in to sort of be like the hired guns to kind of make make this a a chart topping hit? Uh-huh. I would have called in Pharrell. Yeah, uh, I would have called in DJ Mustard, uh, Dijon. <laughs> Uh, I probably would have called in. I would have called in Pete to do like a guest writing song, like just do not Pete like not Pete doing any kind of screaming lyrics or any kind of like dirty vocals. I would have called in Pete to write a song. Yeah, um, but
1: that's that's a little complicated. I think they needed to, to establish, establish themselves as yeah. like individuals. So that's that, I don't think that ever could have happened. I, I feel like
0: it could have. I feel mm. like you could have called in a favor, and that, that would be it. Like it, I even even more so. Like I I feel like. Call in Brandon. Call in Brendan
1: Urie you know, to a pretty... do
0: to do a guest
1: song. Yeah, you know he must have wanted to separate himself from the whole pop punk brand. You know, so. I get it, but I I feel like as
0: a songwriter and per, a person who's Patrick, like a uh, a composer for songs, like you know you should be able to know when like some, it's not clicking, mm-hmm. and I feel like he should have known when things were not clicking. Yeah. Um, call in a little bit extra help from some the, the connections that you have. Calling somebody like calling a favor from Def Jam, you know, um, I feel like it's a this album is a sort of a a a, a big missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, that's that's my that's my shtick, that's my
1: spiel. Spoiler alert: um, a couple years later, uh, songs like uh, "Centuries" and Uma Thurman would start making them right uh, mm-hmm. hundreds of billions of dollars. So I think uh, it's okay. Yeah, he lived. Fine, he's fine. He's okay. He lived. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, okay. I um, yeah. Uh, uh, Soul Punk, best record I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay,
0: so yeah, we both give it a four, a four out of five, Mm -hmm. four out of ten, not four out of five. That'd be crazy.
1: (laughs) Uh, I give four out of ten, basically a seven out of ten. Um, so I want to, so just to tie a knot on this, I want to, I'm going to give you a little bit an exercise right now. Um, let's have a conversation about. Solo projects. Solo, okay. solo artists. Do you want to do the worst or the best first? I'm giving you the option. Let's go worst first. Let's do the worst. Yeah. Um, I'm going to present you with some artists that win uh, solo, and I want maybe, – maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, and I want you to try – I want you to add some of your own. Sure. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Um, Diamond, David Lee Roth. Ooh. Was this a successful – he solo the, project? When he went solo, he went the I ain't got no money. I'm just a gigolo. I'm just a Da-dou, gigolo. Da-da-da-da. Ain't got no money. Yeah. He does. Um, some of her, his other big solo hits are California Girls, a Beach Boys cover. A Beach Boys cover, of course. Um, he does. But I remember that being a, a huge hit. It was a big hit, but yeah. like
0: it kind of sucks though, right? He like he <laughs> no because it kind of fall. It falls in the, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a glam a glam hair metal cover of a Beach Boys song which kind of falls into that David Lee Roth wheelhouse.
1: I think you're giving him too much credit.
0: I would never I, you could never give Diamond Dave too much credit. Have you ever heard Gene Simmons solo project? Yeah, they suck.
1: It's really bad. Gene Simmons is a piece of trash. Gene Simmons, uh, for the uninitiated has on his like true like solo record, does a cover of uh Firestarter by the Prodigy. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Wait, the Firestarter by the Prodigy. A kick ass song. A great song. Yes. Even better video. Oh, of course. That we've been tricked by several times by yes. watching the wrong video. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's, it's, he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't have the weird British industrial. Gee, does it like a cover of it? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> There's not that weird, like, it, like industrial, like aspect to it. You know what I'm doing? Yeah. 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 He just kind of like sings it like a rock dude. Like I'm a fire starter. Gross dude. That's fucking terrible. I, I, I spent a way too much time listening to Gene Simmons' uh, solo project in and preparation. his podcast, <laughs> and you love his podcast. This <laughs> radio show. Uh Freddie Mercury. He had what was his, his uh his solo hit was the uh, There were no solo hits. Was there no there solo were, hit? No, there's no like true hit. It's it's kind of widely regarded as one of like, the worst like solo projects really? ever. Yeah. That's
0: so strange. That, like a person who's so essentially like the the face of like one of the biggest bands yeah. of the 70s probably, and 80s. You probably,
1: you maybe have heard some of the songs and you just thought, like, oh, this is the worst Queen song I've ever heard. Yeah, that's probably. what they sound like. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of curveballs right now sure. and I want, I, and I want you to tell me what you, th- what you think. Okay. Um, I've been building up to this moment for a while. Justin Timberlake. Absolutely. Like
0: he out, he out, Future Sex Love Sounds and Justified of the, of the era. Probably the biggest pop hits. You like it? you I, think it's good i liked justified in future yeah i will I, i'll okay. be on record for saying that you sure
1: about that yeah what about the troll soundtrack i love the troll soundtrack <laughs> bro. i i i think the justin timberlake solo stuff is aged pretty poorly and i would i would suggest any listener to kind of go through and just do your homework on this i don't it, it uh, i think we got i think we got bamboozled a little bit in the 2000s
0: eric I think that you might have gotten very boozled. I know what I know good music when I fucking hear it let me okay let me let me posit you this because you had this prepared i i'm just, I'm just freestyling right now probably one of the best solo uh acts uh
1: gorillas uh, i I think that's reductive of the other band members I think he he's writing those songs hey, he's please stop touching the mic. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, this is gonna be my fucking solo project. <laughs> Next week is gonna be my podcast. I don't know how to edit or upload. <laughs> You're just screaming at a cloud. Yeah, talk, it's my ham radio. <laughs> um, Wait, so you don't
0: you do you consider uh, Gorilla's a solo project of Blur? I don't
1: think so. No, I think it's okay. his uh, a new, side project, a new project by him. Yeah, where he is the main creative influence, but I also think other people helped him create that. Uh, brand Okay. But I I think that's a great... Uh, you're, you're really close. Good okay. job. E for effort. Thank you so much. And E for effort. <laughs> um, but yeah, you think... You, what were you talking Justin Timberlake? You're not going to... No. I, I mean, Justin Timberlake,
0: Justified, and Future, Future Sex Love Songs are love sounds.
1: Uh, two very good albums. He's a massive cornball. He, yeah, of course he is. Yes, of course. I don't know. I have a hard time taking it seriously. You know, I'm not like... I'm just... I'm just... I feel like you're you're saying that because you're in the safe
0: space now where you're like... The, the the tide has turned against Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. and you're okay to say that. Uh, I, I'm i not going to put on any airs about who I am or what I liked at the time. I liked Justin Timberlake when he went solo. I also didn't. Okay.
1: Dickhead. All right.
0: What do, what do you think about uh, uh, One Brandon Flowers and the album Flamingo? I don't think I ever listened to it. It's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. I don't believe you.
1: It's okay. Sam, if Sam, you're out there. Yeah, we know I'm you're sure, out there. I'm sure there. she's listened to it. Um. Here's the other the other one okay. I have listed as worst seller projects. To me, this is non-controversial. But okay. I know that for other people they're going to be like they're going to they're going to have an internal struggle. Gwen Stefani. E- Gwen? Yeah,
0: oh, look, look, the the dollars don't lie. You know, like we know that she made a, a boatload
1: of greenbacks. So did so did Black Eyed Peas. And who's Who? Fergie Ferg? No, all like music sucks. Yeah, music does suck. I music know. Music sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gwen Stefani's like solo catalog is horrible. It's riddled with racism cool. against Japanese, Mexican. She's
0: it's tokenism. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. Um, there are not as many good songs as you remember. There are some good songs, like the the Sweet Escape featuring Akon. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not going to say that's not good, but um, you know, bananas. Oh, there, that, that's in the Guinness Book of World Records for as like being the most dog shit song ever recorded. No, it's like a the biggest one of the biggest hits okay uh what about what about the, the Wait, hold on cool. where are your sources that's in the guinness, the guinness Bo- <laughs> book of world records that's my fucking source that's in the guinness book of world records for what for being one of the biggest hits uh,
0: one of the biggest bangers of all
1: time motherfucker hey asshole the guinness book of world records doesn't keep track of almost the biggest hit it's just the best there's no yeah, fucking and silver she's metal. In it, there's fuckers. no silver medal in the it's fucking guinness like book of the world, fucking world records.
0: biggest itunes hit or whatever that's probably okay. what i know that's in there when Fucking. I worked at Target, I saw her in the book. I was reading it
1: when I was, three, I should have been working. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so she People was in it. to more music than, you know what? You go ahead and marry Gwen Stefani if you love her so much. I would never. Fucking Ska Corner. I hate Gwen Stefani, by the yes, way. Yes, I know. I, well, I don't, I like 80, I like 90. No, you hate her. Just say it. I 94% hate her. She's a class trader. And the class is Ska. Yes. <laughs> You're a ska defender. Do you pay what's-his-face
0: for the fucking ska card?
1: Uh, I have not, but I plan on it. Okay,
0: I, yeah. I, I It's a thick card. Okay. I, saw them,
1: I saw them flipping it around. You're a thick card. Thank you. T-H-I-C-C. I don't even know
0: what that means. T-H-I-C-C.
1: So that's what I got for the worst. Do you have any other like bad... I've got a really good one. Okay. Uh, one Stephen Patrick Morrissey. I actually don't have that written, written down. He, uh, the, I'll tell you the good... Solo projects are pretty iconic. Okay. So if there's not a lot of room, I, I, I didn't, I don't like, I don't have a lot of like the kind of like B level. Would
0: you <laughs> consider, um, Jennifer Lopez after she left the Fly Girls? No. In Living Color? <laughs> no. No. Did you see that video with uh, Ben Affleck slamming the door on her? I did, yeah. <laughs> I'd be fucking, Jennifer Lopez sucks, man. Hey. She does. No, she doesn't. Don't say that about Jenny from the block.
1: I will say it. I'll say it again. Dare me, I'm, She sucks. How dare you? Her, uh, I've I, seen her show, and it's nothing but hits. This is going to be a back and forth of music that I dislike and, mu- and music that you like because yeah. you like shitty pop music. I love shitty pop music, so I'm going to stop you there before Dirty we. Shitty pop. Um, all right, let's get into the best. Okay. This isn't it. I'm, I, there are lots of great, like so. Oh, we're words. only talking about the bad stuff. Yeah, that oh, was okay. bad. Okay, and now I want to get into the the best. Okay, and I, you know, of course, if you have any more you want to throw out Absolutely. there, yes. Uh, Sting. What band was he in before that? The Police. Oh, okay. Your favorite? I love your the Police. Favorite people. The police. No, the Police
0: are great. Yeah, I love. I yeah, I have a. I, I like the Police. I I honestly, I would say I would not. I would not.
1: I would say that the Sting had more success with the Police. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was yeah that I was baiting you a little bit. I wanted to see if I can get a reaction out of you. I think the Police are better than the Sting solo stuff. Yes, I'm not sure that that's a great example. What about for the his tantric sex? Well, I'll ask you about that. <laughs> you <fucking. laughs> weirdo okay so here are some good ones there's okay. a, these, these these are a little bit more sincere diana ross
0: um, oh, the Supremes, of
1: course yes, yes. Um, absolutely phil collins Ooh. phil collins genesis iconic i if the phil collins like, you better say peter gabriel next then that's the i case. did not have people peter gabriel listed i don't think peter gabriel's like solo discography quite it, it overshadows the gen- Genesis, his time with Genesis. Absolutely. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. I re- Sometimes you say things, and I'm like aggressively like, "No, you're an idiot." But I like I respect the opinion. I, I we'll have to do a deep dive. Okay, we'll do. Hey, we're in the uh, the hiatus era, so we'll do a Peter Gabriel and a <laughs> and, uh, uh, Genesis episode next. No, we will not. Okay. I promise you, listeners and guests of this podcast, we will not do that. I do not want to uh, lose any more listeners. Peter Gabriel when
0: he does those songs with uh Kate Bush, mwah, Chef's Kiss. Also, oh, a 2011 release with Soul Punk, uh, Kate Bush comes back from hiatus. Uh, does a an album called Fifty Words for Snow? Amazing album. Sure. Nice. If you want to listen, that, if you like a nice art art pop, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. If like you like art. a nice art rock art pop, Kate Bush, <laughs> Fifty Words for Snow, give it a listen.
1: I'm not going to do that. Okay. Undeniably great. That's not
0: to you. That's to the listeners.
1: Undeniably great. Beyonce. Mm. Oh. You can,
0: Okay, I got to tread really carefully. Um <laughs> do I think Beyoncé is better than when she was by when she was doing Destiny's Child? Yes. Of course. Am I am I a Beyoncé fan? Yes. Because I don't want people to throw bricks through my window.
1: Hey, look, Beyoncé doesn't make music for you and I, but no. I think it'd be a little naive to say that it wasn't it's 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 music defining. Like like this, you know. Uh I, yeah. See, I, I had a
0: uh, I had a TikTok for the uh, the accounts that we have for our podcast and I uh-huh. I was doing this uh this rating for random songs that kind of pop up and I gave Beyoncé's Lemonade a B tier and I was like fucking come at me. I'm not afraid to put <laughs> Lemonade in a B tier. You were like attention
1: please. And well, yeah.
0: I got it got thousands of
1: views. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um quite possibly the biggest solo act who okay. was formerly part of a band ever, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, right? Yeah. yeah. um, A newer one. Okay. Of of recent years, the biggest solo artist, uh, I know a personal fan of you and I, mm-hmm. Harry Styles. Of you and I? Yeah. Do you not like Harry Styles? I don't
0: give a rat's ass about Harry Styles. I don't give I a don't rat's like, ass. I don't like that he spit on Chris Pine that one time. I don't give a fuck that he did that. Harry Styles. I'm not, a, I'm not a Harry
1: Styles fan. I would not go to bat for Harry Styles. Harry Styles cover of Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer is one of the 10 greatest songs ever recorded. Go and fuck yourself.
0: I love Sledgehammer, and that's... I've never heard it, it's but it's better. Probably, it's, Don't you say never it's heard better.
1: It. Oh, my God. you're It's such a p- better than fucking Peter Gabriel's version of Sledgehammer? And this one is just for me. Um, 90s boy band never really got a lot of... Uh, play over here oh i know what you're gonna say take that have you heard of the band take that no so you don't know what i'm gonna say asshole who's the the guy robbie williams you love that I fucking lo- 007 <laughs> looking douchebag i love robbie williams did not never had the same kind of uh popularity in america as he did in uh the jo- uk jolly old england across the pond but i i, I love robbie williams this well, is something we've we've been going back and forth about for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I was
0: like, who's this fucking douchebag that nobody's ever heard of that you just like for some reason? Will you play Robbie Williams Millennium? Yeah, of course I will. I'll play uh Robbie Williams Millennium. Mm-hmm. How do you spell it? Is it Rob- B-B-I-E? Just put Millennium. Not Willennium. I was gonna put Willennium as a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got Robbie Williams and Millennium's not like the biggest one on there. Well, I didn't say it was.
1: Well, if you're t- <laughs> This is the worst episode we've ever done. All right. I'm just saying It's not the worst episode. All right.
0: Here we go. This is Millennium by Robbie Styles.
1: I love this song. Yeah. You and Gabby love this song. <laughs> this is the Robbie Williams song that I love. Mm-hmm. This is Robbie Williams. Millennium. There what goes. is this? This is Millionaires. The song <laughs> Take Your Shirt Off.
0: <laughs> Listeners, we know you're from that era. You know you know millionaires. Anyway, do
1: you have any other like notable like solo acts you want to talk about?
0: Think uh, of anyone. I top, like off the top of your dome piece. I mean, off the top of my head, if I'm freestyling, um, Andre 3000 when he kind of split when they do the split album from Outcast. Does that count? I don't, I don't think it does. It's a they, it, it's a collab. It's yeah, a, yeah. They had just just it was a double album. It was a double album. That that album is very good though. It is very good. Um, I'm gonna I want I want to put on this Robbie. Ooh never Roy roy orbison was in a super group but he was a solo <laughs> before that yeah the, uh, roy orbison is the
1: opposite we're talking about yeah the travel
0: yes. <laughs> hold on i'm gonna okay so what album is this robbie williams song on? i don't know well i'm gonna look oh it up God. oh i found it i found it hold on here you go this is your song that you wanted to play you're listening to the end of the podcast where this is the we're five minutes away from mick closing us out oh this song kicks ass dude
1: listener ask yourself does this song that you're listening to right now kick ass tweet at me or send me a message on instagram let me know if this song kicks ass the video is also very good this is just a a poor man's beck
0: oh my god don't say that how dare you oh this is like the song that he probably submitted to to albert to albert broccoli uh for uh <laughs> leader leader, of,
1: leader a, of the veggie tales albert no, a, broccoli no
0: cubby broccoli a song from a. Uh, like a uh, a James Bond something they probably submitted mm. they got denied. Uh, Carly uh, listener and uh, part of our street team has just uh, said Anthony Green from Sayosin? yeah as like mean, a
1: solo artist. Of course, we you know we 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 love Sayosin. Circus survive. I I'm more of a Sayosin guy. Shut up. Sorry, bro. I, no offense to Sayosin.
0: Wait, so, okay. Let, let's talk about this then. Let's go into this, use that as a segue. What what. Acts from that early two thousands like emo screamo era kind of did like a successful solo
1: venture. Um, uh, I mean, I don't think this counts because it's two of them. But didn't like Chris Conley and Max Bemis have like that kind of Chris like Conley group? It was like a like a duo type thing. So Chris Conley from Saves the Day and Max. If Max, you can't think of it off the top of your head, then it probably wasn't that successful. It uh, <laughs> y- uh, yeah, <laughs> The first <laughs> so right. I'm not disagreeing to be honest, but yeah, uh, I will say I've. I don't like the band Say Anything. Oh, I hate ah, Say Anything. I've kind of been on a weird Say Anything kick lately. I don't know what's Have going you? on. Yeah.
0: I was not a Say Anything fan. I, I just, I don't like, uh, I think I equated it with a person I knew in real life. And I was like, oh, he that's his favorite band. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren Rodiger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Lauren Rodiger. I gotta, uh, I gotta edit that out. <laughs>
1: uh, no, it was this guy, it's a guy named Lorenz. I
0: fucking hate that guy.
1: Um, I like all the exotic names of people that you know. Lorenz, Ronaldo. That's
0: true. I, I see. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very diverse person where you kind of like stick to one sort of like. Yeah,
1: All my friends are named David, Chuck and Derek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eric. Yes. Eric and Eric. Derek Hank. and Eric. Hank. Hank Williams, one. Little Hank. Hank Williams, two. Hank Williams, three. Good Hank, bad Hank.
0: All right. We have to end this podcast. Let's end this fucking show. I've already Damn. cut all this stuff out, so it's fine. So hold on. You've already cut it out. I'm cutting this <laughs> out. So. All right. So that's pretty much our episode. Do not cut that out. I'm cutting this out. How dare you? That The listener great. will never know what we were talking that about. That was great podcast. Nope. It was really bad. It was really bad and really racist that you said all those things. Oh, my God. So I'm
1: is, my, is my Robbie Williams stuff going to make it? Of course. Okay. Yeah. That's all that matters.
0: Yeah. Because I have to let them know that, like, you like this music. That fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. It's better than
1: Patrick Stump's solo soul pod. Okay. Easy, buddy. Hey. Hey. Easy. Easy there, Tiger I, I love you, Patrick. Um, You about to make me a,
0: a old-fashioned? Yeah. <laughs> uh, listener, if you like that video of the guy making the old-fashioned in that really sexy John B. kind of way, <laughs> send us a message at dorktreepod at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us a message on Instagram, we are at dorktreepod. Or if you'd like to send us a message on Twitter, we are at Um, This has been our show. Uh, we have a ko fi which sort of let's you gift creators uh tips. Uh we also sell our stickers there. Um if you'd like to leave us a rating or a follow on Instagram or Spotify or Spotify or iTunes or I'm having a stroke. Uh you can do it there. Uh Mick, do you want to close us out for this
1: fucking episode? You did really good there for a Thank little bit. Thank you so much. I was on a roll. Yeah, you were not breathing also. <laughs> That's why my face is blue. Um yeah, so this has been um Patrick Stump's Soul Punk, um, truly one of the most boring records we've ever talked about. I hope you found a lot of joy in Eric getting way too drunk and going Alex Jones mode on pop music. Um, yeah, and we love Robbie Williams. Do you want to do the hardcore episode next week? Yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's still can do it. My work Some sed- Arma and Jealous. My work schedule is about to get very difficult, um, so we'll see. You're just gl- stopping because you want to hear this Robbie Williams song. <laughs> <laughs> from all of us at uh, from the dork tree, my name is uh, Mick. Uh, across the table from me is Eric Matthew Tillman. Hello. Anyone else want to chime in and say goodbye? No? They, no right. I don't know I don't why I'm talking. There's no one else in the room. It's just me and you <laughs> so in the old office studio. <laughs> I don't know even know why I said that. Thank you so much to all our guests, all our listeners, all our fan. We don't have any fans. That's why I said fan. Oh, it's just the one person. It's the fan that's blowing into the, from my bedroom into yes. this office. Um, and I hope that your pits aren't nearly as sweaty as ours. Uh, we'll see you next week for for some more Fallout Boy related entertainment and content. Uh, I this song fucking
0: sucks, dude. You suck. It's this wannabe fucking James Bond
1: YouTube bullshit two of your favorite things you piece of shit (laughs) and you too i do love (laughs) you i love you too (laughs) all right i'm not gonna get it's too much we're we're not it's this three-hour podcast i'm not gonna get into how much you love you too in the in the podcast goodbye forever thanks for the memories oh yeah thanks for the (laughs) memories. i forgot thanks for the memories